0: Father, we just thank you for your goodness, for another wonderful day that we can come and learn of you, of your word that is spirit and life to us, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, you are the greatest teacher, revealer of truth. I ask that you come through my mind and speak to my mouth and let your words go forth in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, okay. I can hear Robert, though. <laughs> Where did that sound come from? <laughs> suddenly, all right? And suddenly. Okay, wait, huh? Okay, so today we're going into session six, all right? So those of you who have not done the assignment, you can still do. There's no compulsion here, all right? Uh, as, you, as you do it, you, know, you can maybe do one, one day just a little bit and then another day a little bit, you know? So then you won't have, like, have to spend a few hours on it. But it is more for your own benefit, all right, and also to bless others. Hey, remember we don't just do it for ourselves so that others too can be encouraged you know by what you share right that they will also be you know, they will also want to know God more, more the reality of Christ so each time you write something and share something uh, not only for yourself or for me <laughs> because you don't write anything so know where, where you're gone and where you're at. <laughs> okay. So, uh, otherwise, I I can't be your pastor or teacher, right? but it's more for yourself, you know. Uh, I think Evelyn Go shared once, you know, when she wrote, she realized what more, you know, the reality of what you have been hearing and learning. And also for others, you know, some, some people just pick and look at what other, others write on it. <laughs> you know, they're not hu- very hungry yet, you know, but then at the right time, you know, they, they suddenly read something what Joan wrote, Evelyn wrote, you know, or some of you wrote. And that could stir up, you know, something inside them. Yeah, uh, this is what I need, their experience, what they, they learn. How come I... Haven't learned this before, you know. So it's to bless others and cause others. Let it's like yes. spreading the fire, right? Let the fire spread to others. So in that writing, you know, if even if you can't write long, just a little bit, right? On one session or on two sessions, the whole thing is not the, the letter of the law that you know you have to you have to do. <laughs> okay, but uh, I like what Evelyn Gold is good. The pleasure, <laughs> the pleasurable assignment, you know, and all of you, right? Just, just do it, uh, from from your heart, and uh, just write something that you experience. Because I don't need you to write, you know, all the things point one, point two, point three, right? But more, could you get something, you know, as something that changed your life, or is going to change your life, right? And uh, the others who may just read it. Just for fun, you know, may catch something. The fire, (laughs) the fire can, little flame can pass on to someone who who has no flame. (laughs) Okay, so we we pour the fire to others, all right, as we uh, share a little bit of what we got. Okay, so, okay, you know, uh, today we will go to session six, so maybe on impromptu. Times in between, ask y'all to share a bit, okay. But uh, I want to keep on, all right, until uh, you know where the Lord is moving us, okay, into the Spirit, the power of the Spirit. But at the same time, we also need to know uh, the word, (coughs) word of uh, especially uh, what really grace is, okay. So we may think we know grace, but there there is an evidence or a uh, of a. whether a person really know grace or not. Okay, it comes from there. It comes up in their life, right? So grace is not head knowledge. Neither is anything in the Bible head knowledge. <laughs> okay, it is all, Jesus said, spirit and life, right? So the main thing to know or see whether you have really got something or not, a spiritual truth or, you know, all the things that you've been listening to in the sermon is when, is it, real in your life, you know, and to others taste that, the fruits of that life, okay? So, when that happens, when you, if your life is been changed, you begin to, you see that it's a difference, you know, you're no longer just in your little corner, right? But, you begin to uh, be bold, you have the confidence that it's not in your own, on because of what you have uh, you, what you learn or what but it is in Christ you know and you are reaching out right that those are uh, are not things that we have to do but those are manifestation of a, a baby growing <laughs> okay but if you are a baby then you need to drink milk okay so over here you have different uh, groups of people okay so some spiritually may be many years Christian, but actually in the spirit, still a baby. Okay? But some you may have just come to know Jesus, or you know, come to really know him uh, this one, but you're growing so much (laughs) as a a little baby. You're already growing, you know, uh, leaves and bounds. So in the spirit, it's not by physical age uh, categorizing, okay? It is about your spirit man. So someone can be 10, 20 years Christian, uh, go to church for 20 years and still a baby in the spirit. Okay, so nothing wrong with being a baby. Most important is the baby don't stay a baby. (laughs) Okay, all right, so those mothers here, you're very concerned, right, if your children never grow (laughs) up. Okay, so daddy God, right, uh, loves us very much. A baby is always very cute, you know, but of course, if we can uh, grow right, and mature, right, then it will be then we will, we can fulfill whatever purpose that God has for us. So over here that is growing, all right, different uh, different people are growing at different pace, it doesn't matter. Remember, most important, don't compare with one another. All right, it's the desire, each person's desire, all right, the fire that burns in your heart. You know, before there are generals, all right, pastors, leaders, evangelists, all these great men and women of God. Okay, you heard of them, right? Everywhere in the world, some of you may not have heard of so many, right? But uh uh Rodney Howard Brown. Okay, you can say uh, uh, Joseph Prince. You all heard of him before. Um, who is that? Kenneth Hagen. Okay, and uh, Reha Bonke, Catherine Kuhlman, okay, they were all what we call the generals of God, right? Mighty men and women of God, right? They move powerfully in the Holy Spirit, in miracles, signs, and wonders. But before they became a general in a natural army, before someone can become a general, what have they to become first? Huh? Train. And were, you see show also you know, right? Train. <laughs> huh? Train. Train. Training. What? Go huh? Training. No, before they are a general. What rank, you know, before they became a general. In the army. No, normal soldier? Yes, a soldier first. (laughs) Okay, a normal soldier first, right? So, you don't straight away, you know, after your school college, then you go into the army and say, "Uh, I want to apply for general job. (laughs) Got it now. They say, okay, you go go back home and you uh, go and see, you know, how to become a, to to train and, you know, whether you want to be a little soldier first. Okay, so it all starts you enlist yourself as a soldier. So there are many aspects of the spiritual realm, of the kingdom of God, okay? There's family, there's the love of God, there's the grace of God, and then there is also uh, the church as the army, okay? The church has the family, so we have been, you know, talking a lot about that, okay? In, uh, uh, it's all about us first, okay? Because if we don't know who we are in Christ, we cannot become a soldier, all right? So, but... First, you need to be uh, established in grace. Okay? That's what uh, MCC is doing for years and years, <laughs> trying to establish the people in, in grace. Okay, Then, they had to go from there to faith. Okay? If you look in the Bible, the generals of faith in Hebrews 12, 13, who are all these people all over the, the Bible, all those generals. But before they were generals, everyone... Has to enlist themselves as a soldier and undergo the training. Okay, but it depends on what, what we want. Okay, so as I said, if, if someone just wants to, uh, you know, have no desire to uh, be in the army of God or, you know, in that sense of uh, extension, extending the kingdom of God to be used by God mightily, right, then it's fine. You can stay at home and just, you know, keep on. Uh, just listening and doing whatever they want to do, it's fine. You can, you'll still be blessed as God's children. But there's much more beyond, okay? There's much more that, that God has for all his children. And of, of course, it seldom happens, uh, but except from with the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why yesterday's message, that's uh, directed by the Holy Spirit, okay? That as we, you know, get on again, all right, then before the, the disciples can even you know, go and preach anything, after Jesus went up to heaven, right? Jesus knew that they needed a supernatural power for them to do this, you know, to be their soldiers and generals right? in the army. They already had un- un- unknowingly some training three and a half years when Jesus was talking to them. Jesus talking to them means his word, right? They were listening to his word. So, Most of you here have been listening to the word of God for minimum uh, some only few months, some years already. (laughs) Okay. So years I think cannot count. Okay. So it's not to put down anyone, it's each person's desire. All right. So uh, Jesus told them, okay, that they will be the ones who will uh, bring the gospel, even in Matthew, Mark. John, right at the end, Matthew, already Jesus gave the great commission to them that go into the whole world, all right, to preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick. They had a taste of it, a foretaste of it when Jesus sent out the 70, all right, to do to heal and all that. Okay. But they Jesus God knew without the Holy Spirit, without that baptism of the Holy Spirit, even people receiving baptism of the Holy Spirit, without the, the fivefold ministry right they're moving it and the, who knows the holy spirit right the people in the church will just have the holy spirit and then sit on the couch okay this not only what i say uh, evangelist we have <laughs> message she wants to see him yeah, okay he like you've got so much power right like in the marathon you know a guy who who is the uh, the runner right the the, the in the Olympics, I don't know the name, right? But if you know the name, right, he is the fastest running man on the uh, circuit, on the track. Okay, but so you said, wow, very powerful, huh? very powerful. This fella, this fella trained a lot already, got a lot of, you know, natural power in his body. But when he's sitting down on the couch <laughs> at home watching television, right? Do you see him as any power? Do you see any power come out from him? Nothing, right? He's just lying down there. Okay. So we, we said, okay, I want the power of the Holy Spirit for what? We don't need the power to lie down on the couch. <laughs> okay. Joke, uh, Joke. So those of you who know me can joke, okay? So, all right. So, where is the power needed? So, if you want the power of the Holy Spirit, it means you want to be that weakness, and you know, in and in of your own self, we cannot do it, you know. You know that you, you don't want to just live your life like this. You want that, you know, there's a bigger purpose in your life, especially if you come to know Jesus, but you don't know how you're going to do it. And the Lord said, I solve this problem for you. I send you the Holy Spirit, you know. I send you the Holy Spirit who is full of power. The only thing is, when you come to know Things that, you know, as you go the next, all right, don't go back into the the old way that we are so comfortable with, all right? When I was in the traditional, yeah, it may seem very comfortable. When I come to know the Holy Spirit, the power, I don't go back into the traditional way. You don't go back, you know, it's like you learn how to worship in the spirit. You don't go back into just normal Sunday school songs, okay? Right? You understand? I mean, don't go backwards. Go forward. Okay, the, the move of the Holy Spirit is always more, more. You learn deeper things of the Spirit. You don't go backwards after you taste. You know, wow, how powerful God is. You know that uh, there's there's power. Then you want to go back into, <laughs> go back into the little. You know, uh, just like that, like that. No, you know, it, The the fire is to grow brighter, bigger not to go dim. All right? In Timothy, Paul tells Timothy, fan that flame that was imparted to you by the laying on of hands. Paul laid hands on Timothy. And Paul said, fan it. You know. That means keep, keep the fire. All right? Go bigger, not go smaller. So that's why where you attend, what you are hearing, all right? the message that we choose to hear is very important. Okay? It can either fan the fire bigger, or it can make you go, you know, of course, no, not blaming anything, but our own our own uh, desire is, the, is what actually, you know, uh, is the one that uh, decides, right? Because you can say, oh, this, this church never teach me, that church never teach me, this pastor never teach me. So don't blame anyone. If you have the real hunger, God, the Holy Spirit will lead you to where you are, you will hear right, the word of life and, the, and, and together with the grace and the fire of the Holy Spirit, right, I, I came from traditional, who is going to tell me, I have no idea for 10 years of my life, absolutely zero idea of what is Holy Spirit, who is Holy Spirit, who is baptism of Holy Spirit, absolutely zero, because that church never taught me at all, correct, so, but when I read, you know, you all can read Bible yourself, right, so read when read the Bible, hey, there is a book of Acts. There is a God who is so powerful. And if like they said that, you know, the God of miracles in the Old Testament no longer exists in the new. <laughs> so don't know what kind of this one. But we actually succumb to it, we accept it, right? Right. So, but as you read it, now today we're gonna talk about calling, purpose, you know. Uh yeah, God has specifically called each one of you. Even God, from nowhere, she don't know, but God knows her, right, years ago, I already caught her, okay, and I, she had that, something inside her, pulling her to God, but don't know how, don't know where, at the right time, God brought her, for me, I also have no idea where, but I know I want more, I know there must be more, if there's anything written in the Bible, it must be real. <laughs> you know cannot be a, a, just a storybook to put us to sleep right all these miracles you see, and then we hear what yesterday jesus the same yesterday today and <laughs> forever right so how can you know god is so powerful in the old testament and then in the new testament book of acts still very powerful and then no more already <laughs> so he went and he rest eternally rested he said no Cannot be. I don't believe if Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same today as he was yesterday, as he was, you know, two thousand years ago or four thousand years ago. God never changed, right? We heard the word. He never changed. It's just whether we want to know him that way or we are happy. We just, you know, born again, and then one day go to heaven. Okay. So God don't force his. Uh, his will, his purpose on any believer. All right. But if you have the hunger inside, it's God who put it there. If you have the fire inside, it's God who put you there. But on our part, what Paul told Timothy, fan that fire. Don't let it go out. Yeah. Keep on. All right. Be in the place where you are not, you're just, you're hearing the word of grace. You're also having the fire. All right. The Holy Spirit. Because without Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is more for the work, all right? Because he, can, he will convict you of who you are, the righteousness. Why do you need to know that you are the righteousness of God in Christ? It's not hate knowledge, right? Because many people have heard this uh, scripture for don't know how many times, but still cannot understand that they are the righteousness, or rather, they think they understand, but haven't lived it up, okay? Because when you are the righteousness of, it's the power of the gospel, right? Romans 1. Okay, where uh, I think sixteen, seventeen, the, the, the gospel is the power of God. Have you, you, have you read this verse? Have you seen that there is power? Okay, supernatural power, power to transform our lives, power to transform someone's other's life. If you receive the Lord, can our life never change at all. It's, it's not that, you know, uh, something wrong with God or whatever. Not even something wrong with this. It's just that have you had the hunger for more? Did you ask? Is there more? Is there more? I believe some of you did ask that, right? Through some of the sharings that you shared with me at a certain time in your life, right? Joan got share, you know, is this like this one? (laughs) Yeah, no doubt, she never came into you know everything on day one. But there was something inside her heart that said, Is it like this one? Is it like this one? You know? Is God like this one, <laughs> the one that we just, bye-bye, uh, go to church, come back home, and you? Know. So there is something inside your heart, in every one of your heart, that that hunger and wants a reality, okay, wants the real God in your life. And God saw it, God called you, all right, and chosen you, and picked you, to prepare you for more of what that He has for each one of his children, who wants to go into Jordan, okay? So, here we are, right? Uh, the, the gospel is the power of God, power. okay. Each time you see the word power, okay, we have always seen grace, wonderful, but move on. Then it says, for in the gospel, ah, I quote this scripture many, many times, who can continue for me? <laughs> Why is the, the power, uh, the gospel is the power of God? it's not the power the gospel is the information about god okay the the gospel is the power of god dynamics miracle working power all right in every area of our life it's the power of god unto salvation to everyone who believes first the jews then the Greeks. for in it why hey (laughs) those who hear me quote this scripture for for in it what don't look at the bible (laughs) okay uh. for in the gospel all right which is the good news is the righteousness of god revealed okay what is inside this gospel that is so powerful that we are made righteous by faith not by words. This is what human beings and religion have been trying to do, okay? To become right, trying to be right with God by doing all the good things, what you think is good, okay? But the power of God is Jesus Christ, right? In the gospel, in the good news, shows us that we have be made the righteousness of god be made righteous right with god okay right standing okay by faith by by what by faith okay by faith that means believing in something that or someone you have not yet seen with your five senses with your eyes none of, most of us i would say you didn't receive jesus because he appeared to you right <laughs> okay it's because the Holy Spirit cut. You know, you heard something about Jesus and it touched your heart. It cut your heart, okay? Because the word of God is like a double-edged sword. If you speak words of the word of God and it doesn't cut, it doesn't cut into anybody's heart. Okay, are not, not condemning. Conviction, all right? Convict a person, well, first time of sin, of their need for Jesus. Then some, they either feel convicted, and then they reject. That's up to them, right? But those who feel convicted right, by the word, through the Holy Spirit, they receive. And then, after that, what? They, the just shall live the, the, is is, they will go from faith to look, now you can look at the verse. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because you need to see this, alright? When we grow in this earth, on this planet earth, as a you know, as spirit beings in this uh, physical body. We go from faith to faith. Faith to faith. Faith to faith, okay? It's grow from faith and then go back to uh, just grace, okay? You have grace, it's Christ. Then after that, in order to grow in this life, you grow from faith to faith. For by grace are you saved through faith. And this faith keep on increasing. Smith Wigglesworth wrote one book, that I I wrote I I I read uh, uh, during my younger days, ever increasing faith, right? You say, oh, I want to do miracles like Smith Burgess <laughs> word. you know? Wow, lay hand, and then they can see and you know? wow, it's just one only. It doesn't come like that, okay? Blessings, yes, provision, those are God's children, but to do the work that Jesus do and greater works, it comes by ever increasing faith faith to faith and how do you live the just shall live by it's in, in romans the, the just shall live by faith first you receive grace undeserved then you continue your life in faith yeah so the life of pleasure right it's actually living in the spirit which is living in faith right faith is what the substance of things hoped for The evidence of things not seen. You are no longer reliant on your five senses anymore. That is faith, right? As long as we are still, you know, our emotion, whatever is based on what we see, what we hear, yeah, we are still like a little baby, okay? Where everything is, what I see, grouped by five senses. But when you go beyond the five senses, Okay, that is an area of what? Faith. Because you can't see. You can't see the, the, uh, the, the soul safe yet. You can't see even yourself uh, preaching to anyone or reaching out. But if you, have, if you are, have the fire inside you, the desire, that's what you will see first. Okay? You will see in your imagination. Right? Okay, Evelyn You Begin to see, to visualize. Right? You may be young, not many years, but you have learned a lot in these uh, few months, right? And God is showing himself so real to you. You are entering into the supernatural, not relying on your five senses anymore. You haven't experience many turned to hours. Turn you experience the protection of God over your husband. You, know, you saw the baptism of the Holy Spirit, what it did for your kids, for your children. It's a very important Alright, kids don't see them as kids and then play, play. <laughs> you know, sing some Sunday school song. Okay, they need as much the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the power of God as much as we do, adults. Alright, or rather, uh, in adult bodies. Okay, and they can be even more powerful. Even one, someone it may be right. The Bible says very clearly, he made, made it not very intellect, intell, intellectual, or whatever small child, big child, doesn't matter, even Samuel, right? But when the supernatural power, the most powerful being on this universe, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, right, come and live inside that person, that person is no longer that person anymore. Yeah, that's what we want to happen in our lives, okay? And that has to come with a desire in our hearts, right because so many uh casualties right, in the church of god where uh, for for a long time where this the the church started in the book of acts with the holy spirit okay? we, we went through that yesterday right where jesus said very important what comes next is be baptized with the holy spirit this person okay and they 120 received them with fire and the apostles were there okay to continue teaching peter stood up and taught them taught them what <laughs> sing sing you know jesus love me this i know nothing wrong with that okay but they already had the power the love of god shared abroad in their heart by the holy spirit no longer trying to convince themselves i am a child of god you see what's happening to the why the church is so weak today yeah because they're still trying to convince themselves God love me, God don't love me. He love me, he love me not. He love me, he love me not. Oh, based on the senses, in the book of Acts, they never had to bother about that. You know, They just listened to the apostles' teachings, right? And the power of the Holy Spirit came upon them. The love of God was shared abroad in their hearts. In, in, I believe in one day, after that day of Pentecost, I hope all their lives change. They no longer consider themselves, whatever, belonged to them as their own. You know, they had everything in common. They were full of the love of Jesus immediately transformed. For here, we need 20 years to (laughs) to help (laughs) change the the mind of uh, believers that they are not orphans. You know, they don't have to feel that, you know, nobody loved them because of the, the power, you know, so much of the world has come in into them but I believe they also had but what's the difference right something is very different I, I believe that if Jesus is the same yesterday today and forever and I know the Holy Spirit never changed but the Holy Spirit in one sense is also a gentleman okay he doesn't force anyone okay if you don't want it you don't hunger for it you know and hunger you, you know when, when a person is hungry right they, they, they go uh, in Malaysia, they drive to Setiawan, <laughs> from KL, they drive to Penang to eat. <laughs> this is called the, the, the physical hunger. They say, oh, crazy one are these people. yeah, they, they are really crazy for food. They will drive miles, you know, don't care, just to eat. And then the COVID is causing them to go crazy because they cannot drive to go and eat whatever they like to eat. <laughs> right So you can see the physical hunger that, drive, that make people do crazy things. All right, what about the spiritual one? That is the realm, all right, of the spirit, all right. That before anyone can become a general, we one time enlisted in the army of God. That, Lord, I want to serve you, not, not, you know, in the natural, because I'm not natural, okay? Then, Lord, I want that power to so enlist as a soldier first, okay, in the service of Almighty God. Yeah, so each one have had a calling. Some of you have prophecies in your life. Yeah, it's not going to happen just like that. Okay. And as you wake up, it's like whatever will be will be, you know. Uh drop on me, drop on me, don't drop on me. It's okay. It's not like that. Okay. Even the world asks okay? you to pursue, you have to go all out to go and pursue your dreams or whatever. Okay, but only thing here is different. Okay, you you if you want to pursue, all right, well, you can read in Corinthians, Jesus told uh, Paul said, desire, yes, desire spiritual gifts. After he talked about tongues, you know, speaking uh, in in the spirit, the gift, the gifts of the spirit, he, he told the people in the Corinthian church, the most messed up church, okay, it's not the uh that it's not a book, the ex Church, it's a Corinthian church. <laughs> okay. Corinthian church cannot bombard by Paul a lot. Okay. Right? Because they were so much in their babies in the Corinthian church, right? You can just start reading, correct? Uh, uh Robert Lowe, right? Well, Paul started, stole them already. <laughs> you are babies, you know. I cannot speak to you. You know, all the thing. Don't you know that your, your body is a temple of God? Don't you know you've been bought by Jesus? Don't you know? He kept on telling them who they are. And they were so messed up, suing each other, you know, in the world. They didn't believe as they were. Uh, sons and daughters, they didn't of God, they didn't realize they are the family of a supernatural family they were living in their five senses and yet they were all born again right? believers, and Paul had to come in, you know sometimes Paul writes this letter, do I need to come with a rod? <laughs> like, I, I wish I don't have to come right now Ah, uh, Robert Louis a lot already, right? Yeah, he said I don't want to come with the, the cane, you know. But sometimes <laughs> he also don't know what to do, you know. So here yeah, in the prison, he's already uh, uh been been uh what do you call it uh, suffering for Jesus, right? And yet in the prison, he's writing to the to the different churches, right, to tell them to rise up, come out from the five sense realm, serve the Lord is as in you know not by your own power the holy spirit is there to help you you know don't as a baby anymore you know that ah, i'm still not loved i'm not good enough the other person is good better than me i'm not called you know huh i call you already just take, thank you lord you have called me <laughs> you know if i rob a lot give you invitation to go and eat uh, at christmas you don't say you say thank you i'm coming okay that is for a feast okay just go and eat. all right so we get get out grow, grow up okay from uh and then don't go backwards okay keep on going forward keep on going into the greater things that god has for you all right so session six on living in pleasure not pressure okay it's actually living the life of the spirit. Oh, I forgot to press this mm. because we are doing the whole book of Romans. Yeah? We are almost finishing. Okay, so it started from no condemnation, the the power of the law of uh, sin and death. All right, and the spirit of life in Christ. Okay. And then been led by the Holy Spirit, thinking from the spirit man, from the heart, right? Renewing our mind, how we think, okay? From the heart that has been born again and being led by the spirit, okay? So all is about the spiritual realm. So here we come to all things work together for good, for God's lovers, okay? A verse that most uh, believers would have known this scripture for uh, for a long time all right so what does this mean all things work together for good this verse comes from romans eight twenty eight, all right in the tpd version it says so we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into god's perfect plan of bringing Harm into our lives. <laughs> Sometimes have to do like that one. Okay, preachers have to do opposite one. If not, everyone just... <laughs> it's a, just a mental ascent, right? So, when you say the wrong thing, then you know whether they are sleeping or awake. <laughs> okay. So, next time you preach, you also know how to do that. Automatic, okay? So, upbringing bringing, good. Good means benefit, all right? Something that will benefit you, not something bad, right? Only the devil has evil intentions for people but not god god has always good that's why jesus came okay to bring good into our lives so it's all about a life you know the life that we live it's not a one-time thing okay one time right? Buy lottery and win and then go heaven. (laughs) First prize. No, okay? Receiving Jesus is not buy lottery, win first prize and then wait to go to heaven. Okay? Receiving Jesus is for us to have a supernatural power to live this life, all right? Fulfilling the purpose that God has for each son and daughter of his, each child. Okay? So it is not strike lottery okay now i wow i got the ticket already to go heaven then live a miserable life or whatever life you live on this earth and i'll show you what kind of life is life about as we go along today okay so it is for us to have to to live to have to enjoy blessings and also in our life all right through christ as well as what into our lives for we are his lovers who have been called all right everyone has been called invited to fulfill his design purpose okay most people born into this earth have no idea what they born for agree or not <laughs> right yeah but parents will tell us okay you you grow up you just find a husband find a wife no go to school first <laughs> right study first make sure you get a degree or at least something you know to give you a job because you need money money is life you got no money no life again okay, this is how the world teach you okay then after that uh, uh what kind of life you want if you got money already you work already find a husband <laughs> for the ladies, okay. So then after that, produce, <laughs> reproduce, have family, have children, and then cope with whatever you can cope with. As long as you got money, you can cope already. Okay, that's the world wisdom, right? Okay, because God says very clearly the other God is not Satan. Okay, the other God is money, <laughs> not Satan. Satan defeated already. Nobody go purposely go and worship one devil there. All right. Although there is some demonic worship in uh, in America and all that, but Jesus very said very clearly in the gospel. All right. You can either you can either serve God or money. all right. So there are two masters, two masters. Either God or money. Does money represent life to everyone? That's why why God you know uh, in the Bible talk about giving and everything, because giving means you are no longer a slave of money. Right. So. And what happened when the Holy Spirit came? They just gave. When we entered ministry, to me, the day one, when I chose to say to, you know, serve you, Lord, money is not mine anymore. Everything that I own, I don't care. It's all for the ministry. Yeah? This is what happens, really happens, okay, when your your heart changes. All right, when, when there's a genuine change of heart, you no longer hold on to the things of this world. Uh, because you know that he got to take care of you, but your eternal, your, what you hold on to are the treasures in heaven, which is laid for you. Uh, can I show the picture just now? Yeah, okay. The first picture, all right, what all things go together, you explain, um, you understand as we go along why that picture of uh, in eternity, one day in heaven, we will have Jesus put the crown on us. Okay, so the per- so that is, you know, after you receive Jesus, because we were all created, okay, from the way Adam was created. Adam had a mission and a purpose to fulfill. He, God didn't create him and then uh, whatever you do, do lah. He got a job to do, right? I shared that before, all right? To multiply, to tend the garden, all right? And to have fellowship with God, or not only that, to to reproduce, all right, and uh, bring the knowledge of God to every uh, creature, build the family of God, okay? Tend the garden, they had some work to do, right? So, when the, that is our the purpose, you know, if you want to say, what's the purpose? Only the devil distorted all the purpose instead of man, you know. Of knowing that eternal purpose because we can only live a certain number of years on this earth the eternal purpose is to serve the Lord be with Jesus forever and ever alright the devil cut short and said okay your purpose here is just find money alright uh, just not even finish the cycle right produce have children and then after that the children go up and then they do the same thing they never knew and then they die of course <laughs> because no one can can live forever what kind of life is that life under sin okay, and their pressure, and their auntie got sick and then died, okay, so God tells us his intention for every born person, now in the redemption, in the new creation, okay, is that you be born again, okay, you know your identity in Christ, all right, and you know where you are going, and what are you doing on this planet, earth, imagine, people don't know okay so this this particular verse you know that um, all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to to his purpose is very big (laughs) in it all right it has the, the purpose of God okay and our whole life inside this verse okay so everyone has a design purpose Called, the word called, clitos, right? It means you have been invited. Some, you know, make it so spiritual. No, only Pastor Stephanie is called. Maybe Pastor Robert Lola. <laughs> okay. No, a call means you have been invited. You the Bible also said, Jesus, everyone is called. A few are chosen, so I won't explain that one later. Invited to what? To a banquet. Right to a feast, invited by God in the proclamation of the gospel. I mean, when you when you pre, pre, proclaim the gospel, it is not I feel so sad. You know, I have to I have to do this. This is my job. In the words like that, right? I have to do this job. I don't really enjoy it, you know. But I have to do it. Preaching the gospel will be something you will super enjoy. Now, yeah. to see a baby born. Your, which, which person unless you're heartless you don't see you know the joy of a baby born everyone very really excited right oh if uh you know pastor Chinan said pregnant have another six one oh, everybody will be very happy huh? another baby is coming up so so enjoyable right so what about the spiritual realm what about you being a we are not going to always remember this We're we're not going to live forever on this planet no one can escape that okay this life is up to a number of years but what is eternity oh okay so you are eternal being preaching the gospel of of saving people's lives for eternity so that they don't go and burn in hell, not just your family, but beyond your family, all right, it's a great joy. It's like a a feast, you know, Uh, even an addiction. If you want to be addicted to anything, be addicted to preaching the gospel and saving souls, you know, in telling people about Jesus. That's the most wonderful thing that... uh, god created that is be fruitful and multiply right it was to be a joy for adam and eve today it's just physical multiplication sometimes not very joyful so but the spiritual multiplication the pro- production all right of saving souls is a joy that every believer should not miss in their lives all right if you say I, I don't know how to do it or I can't do it, there's no such thing. The Holy Spirit already come. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is already inside you, all right? It's whether we want to take that first step, right? To speak, okay, and share with someone about Jesus, okay. So you have all been called, invited to a banquet, right? So in this verse that is so big and powerful to fulfil your destiny, our destiny. It's nothing wrong with getting married and have children or that. Okay, perfectly fine. Okay, I'm not saying everyone in BFA cannot marry. Okay, and have children. Right, but the most beautiful, right, the joy that is beyond physical joy, all right, is when you fulfill your eternal purpose that God has for you, the reason you were born, all right, to obtain. In the proclamation of the gospel, to obtain eternal salvation in the kingdom through Christ, because even what even one day this earth no more already, there will be new heaven and new earth. So if you cling on to this earth, <laughs> then the then God's change this earth, you know, destroy this earth. You say, hey, my belongings there, my gold there. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> okay, so new heaven, new earth already. Okay, yeah. so called to. The discharge of some office, there is something, okay. There's an office. There's a a, a, a work for that God has a privilege. You know that we are called. You know, if, if a king appoint you to be to serve him, or the president. I love to see president uh, shows, right? The president call you, all right? I, I tell you. know. I, I see. I see those uh, movies, and then. When the, they are serving the president, right? Then the president thanked them, you know, for serving in the presidential office. And then what these people say, we are so honored to be able to serve with you, you know, president, and at the end, of course, to serve the country. Yeah, it's an honor that God has what? Divinely selected and appointed you, because in that service of God, there is a Reward, there's a crown. That's why you saw the, the first picture, right? Men may not, you know, we may not go for the, uh, the you know, men just give you what the medal. La. <laughs> oh, congrats. You have got number one, la. you are number two, la. you got the gold, go, 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 what, go, whatever medal you can have a lot of that can bring to heaven or not, right? It doesn't last, you know. The fire comes open away already, melted. <laughs> the goal or whatever but what we have is the incorruptible crown okay we will go further so god is inviting jesus inviting us to something that is eternal incorruptible ah, that's why pastor so the lord right because he saw all right an incorruptible crown even though it's difficult where he is right it's, it's only temporary okay it's only this life i tell you those of us who reach 50 and then 50 plus didn't it, time pass so fast <laughs> yeah you know once about the time i was 20 all right like uh definitely but today wow 40 years have passed <laughs> right so you think what you can say, oh i don't want to grow old all right i don't want to grow old as in you know all the time i want to be 20 forever oh no 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 (laughs) it's not going to be like this (laughs) okay because what god has said is what's going to happen and sorry if you want to hold on to 20 or 30 all right but if we are prepared and that's where jesus came to prepare us for eternity okay that and invite us to eternity. Huh? If go, he invited you for eternity. And she's very excited about heaven, but not yet time to go. <laughs> Fulfill your destiny here first. Okay. The time we all go together. Okay. We ask God that uh, some of you are, uh, uh, have not seen you face to face, right? So maybe ask God when we go on rapture, can we you know go side by side? <laughs> so at least I get a chance to see you before we reach heaven, okay? Because who knows, right, now in Zoom, right, we never know, okay, we may not, for some, we are so privileged that we can meet each other physically, for some that I see you here in uh, Zoom, I may never see you, I don't know, okay, in person, right, but we will definitely see each other one day in heaven, right, because that is the unity of our spirit, right, we are like, you know, we are separated by time and space, but yet we are not. You know, I feel so close to some of you in Singapore, or most of you, where I haven't <clears throat> seen you or so. Sarah. <laughs> okay, a few more, right? But uh, you are in the spirit. That's why Paul always write about, yeah, I cannot be with you all. I'm in a prison, but I'm with you in the spirit. And people use that, 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 that phrase lightly. You know, oh, I cannot come up I mean, with you in the spirit. It's not like that. <laughs> okay. Paul meant it, you know, when his spirit was really with them. Okay, but he cannot be with them because he's in prison. How much he longed to be with uh, the, the saints, you know. So this call, this invitation, right, when you were called and said, do you want to receive Jesus? It's not just uh, uh, a one-time thing, right, to go to heaven. Right. It's, it's going to involve your whole life on this earth to give you a purpose and a purpose for your why you're living here you know you, this is so beautiful you are divinely selected you are not an accident child even if you are born out of wedlock it was not accidental God purposely already knew you the Bible say very clearly each, each, each sentence that I say come from the word of God okay God already knew you before you were born, while you were in your mother's womb. That's how he selected you, all right? So how precious it is, and he appointed you, All right. So a ministry, it's all about appointment. It's not election, <laughs> no democracy, okay? God is the highest authority, and he appoints, he anoints. And whoever he appoints, he will anoint, all right, to do the specific job. Right, that God has called him or her to do. So consider your calling. Actually, that's uh, you know, it just flows, right? Consider your calling in St. Corinthians, what Paul was saying to the Corinthian church. It is such an honour and a privilege, right, that God called us. You know, we are so glad if one rich man employ you into his corporation. <laughs> and then we think, well, I'm working for this big shop. Huh? we are, you should be we ought to be more proud, you know, and honoured that we are working for the king of kings, you know, for we are honoured, privileged, all right, to be selected in these days, in our lifetime, to serve the king, you know, Polycat, I told you, this uh, British man at 90 years old, yeah, when he wanted to take him and uh, burn him at the stake for, for his, for his fame, he said, for 90, 80 years of my life, I served this God who never deserted me. He never failed me. Why should I de- deny him now? Yeah, it's such an honor. And from there, actually, he, his story, you know, they couldn't even burn him. The body couldn't disintegrate. You know, it was a miracle. But of course, he died But his body, you know. So it's amazing. It's such an honor to be called to the master's service. To The master, our master, the Lord Jesus, because what he has for us, no man, the richest man on earth, cannot give us. Okay, and you see that calling, you treasure it, you know, and, and just say, Yes, Lord, not because, uh, you know, of and then he empowers you some more. You know, sometimes you know, when, when we go to heaven, you remember this day, okay. <laughs> Remember this day in Zoom, all right? That you know, I remind you again, you know, by the authority as the as the servant of God, all right, that you are divinely selected and called. And when you receive that reward in heaven, you know, you have no regrets, you know, that you live this life serving him who gave himself for us to serve us in this earth in our lives. He knew all about us before we were born. Ah, there it is, even in Romans and in Isaiah. And he destined, right? Destiny is what? That means he already prepare you for the ending. Okay? He destined, destination, that means there's a, a place that is going to, you're going to arrive at, All right, He destined us from the beginning to share. Wow! Do you know what you're sharing <laughs> sometimes we take it very lightly uh. okay like you know God has uh, many things for me but because we are so root, we live in the now right what we have you give me la, this inheritance the the, 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 the eldest the, the youngest son right daddy you're going to go already oh, just give me first la. <laughs> I want to enjoy first this world <laughs> okay you're so short-sighted but of course God's love was there right so But, you know, to to be able to share, (laughs) to share what? The likeness of his son. Not the physical uh, gold, silver, uh, uh, all those things. Yes, you know, God knows you need it, you want it, you can have it. But to share the likeness of his son. Do you know what that means? (laughs) We were in the likeness of Adam, of Satan, the fallen one. You know, we look like devils. We were like devils in the eyes of God. We were in sin. If you can, God give you a picture of what a sinner is like, you know, in the eyes of a holy God, that he has to say, this one has condemned to go to hell. This was the likeness of Adam. Do you want to be in the likeness of Adam after his sin? <laughs> but it thanks to Jesus Christ. Right? He took us from, from looking like the devil <laughs> in the spirit, evil. Okay? There was nothing good. All right? We were all terrible, sinful, sinners. All right? Evil nature, Adamic nature, satanic nature. All want to just kill. All, a lot of hatred inside our hearts. Okay? But today, because of Jesus, he called us and now he destined us all right that this is our arrival where where we are where he's taking us is to share the likeness of his son and that was what deceived Eve in the bible right God made created them in the likeness likeness in the image okay same word in the image of God but he didn't realize she didn't really because she was you know, no, don't, don't understand the word of God properly. Adam didn't explain to her properly, <laughs> so easily deceived. Right? That's why we need to rightly divide the word of truth. Right? When the when the serpent came to her, and asked her, "Do you want, you know, to be like God?" She was already like God, but she thought, you know, she's not like God. So this. But in the end, because of and Eve, yeah, are sin, and then in the end sin, we what, fell into sin and got the, that demonic nature, the evil nature who would save us. <laughs> Do you want to, you know, can you imagine if we were, if not for Jesus Christ, one day we will be like demons, <laughs> human demons going into hell. It's a horrible thing. To imagine. But this is what the people outside who are lost without Jesus is going to happen to them. Right. But God in his love, right, from the very beginning, he destined us, call us from our mother's womb, right? And so that we can today, right, by faith, just by faith, nothing for us to do, just by believing Jesus can now have that beauty you know we all say oh we like this be- Jesus is so beautiful we shine with his beauty inside outside we love some things that are beautiful. we like to see people who are beautiful right you know we were ugly before in sin there was no handsome guy that, like uh, uh, Robert Lowe right <laughs> <laughs> okay there was no beautiful you know like uh, Wendy everyone okay but we were all ugly in sin it's like, you know, you go to the orphanage and you want to adopt a child. Most parents will go and look for uh, the beautiful one, big eyes, you know. we don't go and look for the one uh, defect, defect one, <laughs> you know, right? Like, oh, this want the one that's so ugly. See, i scared. Jesus saw us, God saw us, and he was not scared. He saw us in the most horrible condition of sin and he picked us up and adopted us and said, I want this one. You know, when we go to Africa or India and all that, the malnourished one, the tummy, big, big, you want to adopt? They look like alien. (laughs) You know, some of them, they are so malnourished. They're so ugly in the physical, but they are a soul to God, a spirit being. And God, we were like that right? We were like that. But today, God made us so beautiful inside and outside. And in eternity, those who, children or people who were born without limbs and all that, right? God will give them a new body in heaven. So they need to receive the Lord and then they will have this new body. What happened to them is not God's will. It was a result of sin, of, of uh, Adam simple nature of satan that they were born you know weird you know without limbs without hands without you know all this without brain or whatever so so ugly who wants to adopt them but thank god babies still go to heaven if they didn't live uh, to accountable after accountability age we we will have one verse on that you'll see that today so beautiful because it's about our whole destiny this means that so this is you know, suddenly, I never plan to share so much about this part. You know, but the Holy Spirit wants us to to really understand, you know, and how beautiful and appreciate, right, what is this that Christ has done for us. How, you know, that Jesus, to Jesus, we can share the likeness of Adam, of Jesus, not Adam, not the devil. For a moment, think about that. This means that the son is the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with you. You, you are so nice, so I adopt you. <laughs> you look so pretty already, so I take you. God said, no, we were horrible. Yeah, but today we come into God's family and we became. Beautiful, bright, shining, you know, our smiles, we can all smile from the heart. Why? And we can come into this vast family, this big family of brothers and sisters, whether you are black or white or yellow, you are all in God's family, and we speak one language. Okay, so having determined our destiny ahead of time, he called us to himself and transferred his perfect righteousness to everyone he called. He didn't give you a little bit of his righteousness, a little bit of his uh, 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 standing. He gave you everything perfect so that you stand before God as perfect as Jesus stood before God or stands before God. You know, adoption means placing as a son in the Bible, right? To be adopted means he placed you as a son. He changed you inside out, all right? Gave you his perfect righteousness, and then he gave you that position now as a son before the father. And those who possess his perfect righteousness, he co-glorified with his son, all right? He put his splendor all over you, the glory. So put the picture, at the end here, all right. The destiny, he already determined your ending. So beautiful, right? Don't let anyone else determine your ending, especially the devil <laughs> or the world. Okay, because Jesus God determined He's the one who, who determined the good ending for us, the destiny. All right, and you want to know what's your ending. You know, the uh, parents like to tell their children, you don't study, ah. you will end up what? <laughs> you end up what? You end up ah. collect rubbish. Ah. <laughs> Isn't it? So you're so scared of that ending, right? So you can go and study. Uh, otherwise, you become collect rubbish collector. Okay. So the world tells you, am not saying you don't study, okay? But what I mean is, the, the world gives you a very bleak ending and you have to fight for it. Right? If you don't earn a lot a lot of money, uh, you know, then what happened? Your ending, very terrible. And if you don't take care of your physical look, uh, you know, you marry uh I nobody wants to marry you. Uh. <laughs> for ladies, correct? Uh, right? For guys, I don't know how they frighten their, 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 their children, uh, you know, the, the male one. Okay. May, may, for men is mainly, oh you must have a lot of money. You owe a lot of money, all right? Don't worry, show sure God girl one you want. That's your ending. You want the kind, this kind of ending? You, can you thank you know, how grateful we are to God that our ending will not be like this, determined by you know, the, the world way? Our ending is so glorious. Our destiny. Our uh, is like the first picture where we have a purpose and we have a crown and a reward waiting for each one of us. And it's not because of how smart we are. You may You may be know the the, the dumbest person on this planet right but if you come to know who you are as a son of god all right he can prosper you he can give you a job he can give you whatever he can bless you because who is your daddy god now daddy god (laughs) okay he is in charge of everything on this earth okay life's journey isn't this life's journey? <laughs> I like the smile of Eviling <laughs> Because as oh, and then she's only about 40 plus, right? a correct? Huh? <laughs> okay. If my age, okay, you have don't don't know how many times go around this maze already. <laughs> right? Uh, if you are you know 18 or what you maybe you have not you have just started only one block. Isn't this like life? Round and round, knock the wall, knock this wall, then go up, knock another wall, then try to find your destiny. The, the ending, the world tell you, okay, get a lot of money, okay, get a lot. And one side tell you, make a lot of money. One side tell you, study hard, become professor. Then another one say, don't, I don't know what, right? So you start walking. The moment you can walk already, you enter the maze. <laughs> isn't it you go here hoping to reach your destiny or whatever <laughs> don't, sometimes we don't even know what you are looking for <laughs> okay so whatever our parents tell us lah, our teachers tell us lah. okay so just walk okay so many people are just walking in this maze sometimes knock the wall fall down and then walk again get up and walk isn't this life that we live Do you want to continue this life? (laughs) Ah no, I only see one head not. (laughs) When she don't want means she will get what she wants. Okay. The rest of you, you still want. uh. (laughs) Not enough of this. uh. (laughs) How many years already? We walk like that, right? I don't know why people say this side, you go this side, the other side, this side, this way, this way, we go that way. At the end, not here, not there. It's like a maze. And then what happened? We are lost, we are confused, we are unsure, right? we are unclear, right? So everyone, some here say, okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you all these motivation courses, right? I'll tell you, this is the way, okay? Do this. Another one say, do that. <laughs> and I want say, online business. And I was say, no, a physical business. I food business. So many things, all right? And I want to say, no, you just need to study hard, become a professor, teach. <laughs> okay. A lot of confusion all right in the world and one claim to be the best another one said i'm the best we are the best which one and you are the one who's going to look here and there lost unclear perplexed confused oriented <laughs> don't tell me none of you had this experience before yeah be honest bewildered <laughs> Unless you are just baby Samuel, baby Samuel not yet <laughs> Still protected by mom and dad. But the rest of us who have already gone into the world, come out from your mother's house already. Or even in school, today start in school already. They're already making you confused <laughs> so fast. Before you even go out into the world, the teachers confuse you already. Okay, Where are you going to do? So there's so many people who are lost. Have no direction. Don't know what to do. Super confused. Marry this person or marry the other person? Also quite confused, right? <laughs> marry wrong person. Also got okay. So ah, study wrong course. Also got okay. It's right or wrong? We also don't know. Just go ah, Just do ah. And then bump here, bump that. Whole life is like whole confusion, you know. And then make make all the wrong decision. Okay, disoriented. Right, so many doors, (laughs) so many doors, right? Especially after COVID, wow, so many. Everyone say they are the best. Then, which door? Which door to go? Which door to open? Which door to go through? And there's a door that looks like the key. Oh, this must be the best, huh? But green leaves, really? Go inside that, become brown. (laughs) So it looks so good, it go inside that stress like hell, right? And so, yeah, it's not a life of pressure, a life of pleasure. which business got no pressure, don't no bluff, okay? All right, in this world without Christ, there is pleasure, even with Christ without knowing really Him and the Holy Spirit, it's still pressure, it's just a fake, you know, a bluff, okay? But what, what we are doing is whatever you are doing in this world, God can with Jesus. All right. And with what the whole of Romans 8, as we learn, you can enjoy and have the rest and the pleasure and the power in the midst of everything and make the right decision which door to go through. Even if you have made wrong, I'll tell you what will happen. Okay. That's why there's no pressure. Okay, But the world, you make a wrong decision is like, the dead entirely. They <laughs> tell you no more hope really? Huh? You're already uh, 60 years old. You open all the wrong doors. <laughs> so too late, too late. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. So but this is what the world journey, the life goes through, right? Confusion. So many doors don't know which one to go through. All right. And you found one, also not very sure. Is it the right one? Then so many signboards. <laughs> real or not real? This is life. It is very real. Okay, this one go north, south, east, west. So say, go here, go there. Which direction? Better go study in uh, America. That's the best. You know, the most, uh, the, the syllabus is the best. Then another one says, you best. And then Singapore is the best. And Malaysia also okay. <laughs> Malaysia, mah. <laughs> okay malaysia bullet You, know, i don't care everyone best or no, malaysia can do things other country cannot do one uh-huh, right no. yeah malaysia okay malaysia bullet so which one which country you want to go also super power superpowers right but the best is malaysia bullet okay so somewhere else where that way this way so confusing right this world that you born into that's why some people commit suicide <laughs> after, after going through the maze and all these people telling them here there they don't know what to do they are so lost and they they went and the wrong do the wrong thing lost a lot of things even worse and then they said the best is jump down the window you cannot take the pressure of life like this not knowing where not knowing what's going to happen hoping for the best and then getting the worst or getting something but still not happy still then in the end some put up the red flag, help. Thank God that there are people who ask for help. Those who don't ask for help, they go, just jump. And they think that's the end, they actually end up in hell. That's why there's an urgency to go out and reach these people. Do you see yourself here before? Hopefully not now, still like that. <laughs> in Christ, okay, coming out already. Uh, I love. I like what Evelyn God said. Now it's almost like zero, right, the, the panic attacks. See, the Lord delivered her. That is why she can share boldly right, to others. Jesus delivered me, set me free. Right? It's not just an imagination thing or religious thing. okay. But when some reach out for help, some go to psychiatrists, you know, and some just jump. But today, who has the real solution to life? Every a lot of people claim they have the solution. It's a temporary one. The, the real solution is still Jesus Christ. If you really love someone, give them Jesus. Tell them about Jesus, about God, or else they will still continue in the maze that you saw. With worse is deception, they go around and around and still don't and don't even know they're around and around) <laughs> At least they know they put the signboard. Please help me, please help me, Robello, please help me. Oh, Evelyn go, Evelyn, you know, I, I I need, I I just don't know what I'm doing. At least they reach out. But those who are still in the maze, they think they are, okay, that's even worse. Without Jesus or without really knowing the truth and what God has for them. They're just going round and round. And then. Some cases, is, as I said just now, dead end. Go until dead end. Have you come until dead end? Not many people wish dead end you know, Some still walking in the maze. But dead end can be not just, you know, about, uh, there are so many aspects of life, right? There's relationship, there's work, there's money, there's family, right? So in different areas of life, there can be dead ends. Mm-hmm. If we have come to date end, financial whatever, I've gone to almost every area in date end, and the, there was a time in my life that was I told you uh, uh, now it's about ten more than ten years ago story. I, I, I really come to a date end because in a relation in relationship, I cannot tell you the details. <laughs> Okay, it's already past and gone, you know, but at that point of time, it was as real as uh, whatever it is, right? It was like a dead end to me. But how did God settle this dead end for me? I was so desperate because it was so dead end that I had took a 40 days fast, one meal a day. I only ate dinner and then still didn't get any answer that time. I don't know what else to do, right? I told you I was in the charismatics. I grew up in charismatic ago. So fasting is the only thing I know, right? So I fasted 40 days, one meal. After work, I eat dinner. I still go to work, okay? Then I didn't get the answer because that, that date end was really dead. <laughs> it's not me want to come out. I cannot come out because there were you know uncontrollable factors. Then this. Uh, I didn't get answered, so the only thing I know to do: fast another forty days. <laughs> Not full fast, you know. I die already. Okay, but, uh, one meal. Okay, that means I go to work, I don't eat. Okay, morning until night, and then dinner I you eat know? Okay, but at the end of the eighty days, the Lord really spoke to me, and after that, He opened the way. All right, Clip the day. I show you with the, this verse. He gave me this verse. From the message version, but now, God's message—the God who made you in the first place, Jacob, the one who got you started, Israel—don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called your name. You are mine. I was really desperate. When you are in over your head, I'll be there with you. When you are in rough waters, you will not go down. You know, I was like drowning. And this is the verse: When you are between a rock. And a hard place, it won't be a dead end. It's God's word. To me, after 80 days, okay, today we don't have to do that. Now, huh? <laughs> Unless the Lord leave you. Okay. When I got this word, it says, why it won't be a dead end? Because to me, it was a dead end. I was between a rock and a hard place. Two human beings. Okay, And I was stuck there. It won't be at the end. Because why? I am your God. Your personal God. The Holy One of Israel. Your Savior. I needed a Savior that I'm more than any point in my whole entire 60 years of life. That day. It's not, I won't go 80 days fast. I paid a huge price for you, God said to me, very personally. Uh, all of Egypt Coach, Siva thrown in. That's how much you mean to me. God spoke to me. I told me how much I meant to Him. That even it looked like a dead end in the natural, He said that it won't be a dead end. And you know, and this word, uh, "between a rock and a hard place," I hear it everywhere. I think the world uses this now, this phrase. You know, a lot. Okay, but that time I've never heard it before because I have never gone into motivation before those days only six years ago. But when you're between then, but this is what God personally spoke to me. <laughs> I said, if you have my Bible, you will see it's totally marked, <laughs> All right? Uh, every time the Lord, uh, uh, you know, a verse cut, uh, jump up to me, I'll put the date there next to the verse or highlight it or whatever. I always put date because I love to, you know, when, you know to, to record when God speak to me and see later on the fulfillment, you know, the word so what causes me to have the faith again to believe that is this verse all right that he is my he loves me so much he's the my personal God my savior he will save me out of this situation which is entirely I will put it my fault how I got into that okay I don't blame anyone but he told me how much he loved me see Romans 8:28 okay I'll show you the practical of, uh, in the Bible of Romans 8.2, two cases, okay? But here is my own testimony here about this dead end thing. And true enough, after I received this word, I think in about uh, less than a year, the Lord opened the way, you know, for the whole thing to be uh, solved. Okay, so I want to show you two cases in the Bible, all right, of our lives that We can, one is where people did something bad to you, okay? And then what will your end be, all right? The other one, the next one will be, you yourself made the mistake, but me, okay? The one that I shared, and you entered into the dead end. Well, how is God going? How this Romans 828, uh, does it really happen? That in the end it will work for good. Okay, so two cases. One is people purposely, you know, men do evil to you eh? until you most probably will end up dead. That's <laughs> like a end and end up dead. Okay, because of other people, right? So the first one, because of other people, do bad to you, all right, and how God turned it around. All right, because Romans 8.28 is about God turning around for good, turning around bad situations for good okay so the first one is outside force it's one story about the incident of joseph and the brothers we're not, not going to read till it's a long story so most of you know right the story of uh moses uh sorry uh, uh what's his name joseph right so he was uh, he had a dream and he was the favorite of his father jacob and he had 12 no 11 brothers they were jealous of him Okay? Jealousy. Huh? So these people, the brothers, own siblings, okay? Uh, but different mother. So they what they, they, they took him, they beat him up, and then they sold him. All right, the story, I just tell you to keep it short. Then they put him, uh, they sold him to become a slave. He was a slave to uh, Potiphar, uh, an Egyptian officer for two years. Then later, he was mis- uh miss what is that um, the, uh miss uh, what is the word uh the the wife all right accused him of doing something that he didn't do wrong 40 wife okay he didn't do he didn't commit that sin, right but he was accused wrongly and then thrown into prison for two years of his life go into prison so this is where people did have to Okay, so someone do back to you and you end up in prison, you end up as a slave, okay? He was the father's most precious son and then suddenly become a slave, sold in the market, all right, and have to serve as a slave. But then after that, someone go into jail. Then eventually, all right, you know the story, he came out and uh, uh, he was able to interpret a dream and the, the pharaoh brought him to his court and made him prime minister. Of Egypt okay so there was a famine in Israel that time and he, he already looked like Egyptian okay the brothers uh, who, who put him who first sold him all right uh, the father told, told, him, told them to go to Egypt and get food okay because there was a big famine and they didn't know that the prime minister at that time was their own brother that they sold <laughs> so can you imagine all right so, so the whole story is after that uh joseph treated them well all right and gave them uh supply gave them food and so forth then there was a time this is the last uh, verse all right of the whole story where they came before joseph and joseph unveiled himself and told him that you know i'm the brother that will <laughs> mistreated <laughs> okay scared or not you <laughs> if you if you are the one you know in the brother's shoes you will be trembling right because you know i put you there in that situation one time you know did back to you okay and but now i'm in your hands you know that you can do whatever you want because you are the prime minister now you have the authority to revenge isn't it? You always you, scared, right? If you do harm to someone and then one day you meet them back. <laughs> you probably try not to meet the fellow huh? Because you did something bad to, to, to them. Right? Because in the natural human nature, it's what? An eye for an eye, a two for a two. Ah, I see you. Hey, remember what you did to me, I rubber <laughs> You don't want to meet the person that you, you, you treated badly, you know, years ago, right? So same. The brothers here also didn't, you know, got a shock. So they, they, his brothers fell, went and fell down before him and they confessed. Don't know what else to do with it yet. They said, behold, we are your servants. They, you know, before you kill us, just take us as your servants. Like, Alright." Then all oh, your slaves. And Joseph said to them, do not be afraid for I, am I in the place of God? Vengeance is his, not mine. Vengeance is his. See, this is what called man of God, right? Who knows God. The Bible says, right? Vengeance, that means eye for an eye. Okay. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. Same verse, right? In uh, Romans 8:28. Yeah. In order to do what? To bring about this present outcome that many people will be kept alive as they are this day. See, God has a very big plan and purpose. That is Romans 8.28, right? That you will fulfill your destiny. For those people who are in this category of Romans 8.28, first you are called, you are invited, right? So you belong to God, okay? Especially if you are, uh, you have that heart to serve him. You know the lovers of God in the uh, in the other version in Romans eight twenty eight, to be it's been translated in TPT as lovers. All right, in other uh, translation or even in the King James, is those who love God. Okay, so anyway, loving God is also both sides. Today, we love him because he loves us. But it's also nothing wrong, all right, with people who may not understand this, but they are so-called from half-law, half-grace. There's nothing wrong with half-law, half-grace people. They also, in fact, they have, some of them have more love and for God, all right? Don't, don't become a grace Pharisee. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm your grace one. Okay. you are. But it's just that they live a little bit harder, okay? Because they take that case, all right? But they love God too, okay? So they, those who love God, those who already, you know, they must have experienced God's love somewhere along their journey of life, okay? Just that they haven't understood full grace. But they love him. They serve him, all right? They, they went through, not here, there, and everywhere, but they love him. I think I sometimes much more than people who are so-called under grace, you know. They love him, and this is where God said, even they knock here and there, they made mistakes, they went through wrong door, they you know, or people meant evil for them, I will bring about at the end the good. They will still reach their destiny. Okay, but harder up. <laughs> okay, but they will still because they love me. Okay. Alright, so for those people who are, you know, you are uh, mistreated, you know, or people do bad to you in your past and all that, then you, the Lord says, vengeance is mine. I will repeat. I will vindicate for you, all right? If there is a necessity to vindicate, and this is where I share for some of you who know me or heard me for a long time, all right? I'm, I, vindication, I can guarantee you it is real. Because after 17 years, okay, people who in the ministry themselves who did wrong to us can call me from uh, US. They came to Malaysia already because I was in a foreign uh, mission. I, 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 first ministry is the, uh, international ministry, not local. So they're all uh, mission, missionaries from US. All the misunderstanding mistreatment they didn't believe us whatever doesn't matter 17 years later i gave them order incorporated the company for them everything the church for them 17 years later as i sit here with you i can i can still remember the phone call my staff said miss mong there's a call from you from mr michael something and i said oh what he wants pass through uh, that's one of you know new client or what. and i said are you miss mong <laughs> they can locate me because i'm a company secretary so my name is inside the registry right, of companies and they know where i was working they said are you so and so then i said yes i am so and so from the in uh, the time international uh for church and then they said i want on behalf of this church i want to Apologize to you. What? (laughs) Eight, 17 years up. My son also 17, uh, older by 17 years already. I also forgotten what, and I was not the senior pastor that time. Just the the wife, okay? Called me and apologized. And then, you know, they found the the truth. There's too much politics, you know, in the ministry also for politics, I tell you. (laughs) Anyway, as a God, so that's why. Okay, so, I know other pastors fighting for power and so-called, all this kind of thing. I, I tell you, I'm not interested in all that. Yeah. Gone through already. It's enough. Then, they found the truth. After, I think 17 years is quite long, right? <laughs> okay. So, there was the longest one where I saw the vindication of God, you know, where the truth came out. Okay, but before the 17 years, there was earlier one in my office, one or so, two years ago. You know, of uh, enter into work and this this uh, supervisor of mine, the head of department, was doing things that are not right. After two years, not vindicated. There's another story I won't tell you. So, so that's why I'm not scared. You to be misunderstood or you know right or wrong or whatever, God knows. All right, and if it needs to vindicate, you vindicate. If there's no necessity, don't worry. I'm going to heaven one day. <laughs> I still get my reward. <laughs> okay. If he needs to do it, he will it. God is God. So don't worry if you're off days, I think I heard a testimony once, you know, God will vindicate. Okay. So God that's his place. Right? Vindication is part of this Romans 8:28. It will turn out for good. All right. At the end. If it needs to be known who is right, who is wrong, God will make it known. If it's not necessary, then trust God's judgment. All right? But God is God. Okay, So Joseph replied, don't be afraid. Do I act for God? This is a message for you. Don't you see? You plan evil against you. So these are in the cases where people plan evil to sabotage you or, or remove you, as in my previous case of the 17 years. They wanted us out. Okay, because as the uh, chairman, right, we, we got a lot of privileges, you know, and those days, it's a fighting for money, fighting for power kind of thing, uh, you know, pastors, they, they want to be the top. So, they, they, they plan, they plan, you know, it's really scary to see people plan things like that. Plan evil against me, but God used the same plans, <laughs> you see. Don't forget about our God. Okay? He used the same plans for what? For my good. God was with Joseph. When you serve him, you don't have to worry at all. You just need to know who you are serving. If you you are a man of God, if you are a a CEO in a company, don't tell me you don't know you are CEO of which company. And then you don't even know you're CEO. Then the staff come. Uh, where's the CEO? Then the CEO. So, CEO. So, like, who's in charge? I also don't know who's in charge. Can't be, right? You need to know, all right? If God has appointed you, anointed you for the ministry of pastor, then you you know, to serve him, apostle, prophet, pastor, preacher, uh, uh, evangelist, or uh, teacher, you must know, all right? This fivefold ministry, okay? That you are God's servant. And of course, in the general uh, day-to-day life, or so you need to know at least you are God's son. <laughs> you know, if you don't have an office yet, an, uh, an office as you know part of the five, five-five-four, you at least need to know you are God's son. Otherwise, the devil push you around, so people push you around, so you don't know. Okay, so he, the servant of God, is very highly regarded and protected by God. You all want to apply, you know. <laughs> but it's by appointment. Okay, at least yourself as soldier first. Okay, because God's protection is first on his soldiers, you just on his uh, generals. You just look through whoever touches the man of God, touches the apple of his eye. So, I'm not scared to serve the Lord. Persecution may come, misunderstanding may come, people may kick me or whatever, it doesn't matter as long as. I know who I am, and God, who God is. God is for me. No one can be against me, right? So the best master to serve, right? In, in the world, you serve, right? they can turn around you and suddenly, you know, when you're no more used to them, they say, I don't know. You are ah. this one, not my employee. Ah. <laughs> but God will never desert us like that. Will never say, Oh, I don't know Jonathan. Uh, no, never. Okay. You are up there for if he's one of his servants forever. And he will see to it that you are protected, okay, that you're blessed, right? You see the account of uh, uh, Moses and Miriam, right? Even Miriam, you know, speak bad about Moses, right? It's not Moses want to put the leprosy on her. God put the le- allowed the leprosy to come upon her. See, when you are God's servant, that is that kind of glorious, wonderful protection that you have. Right? That you, yeah you don't really care what people do to you but you must be you know you know you know walk in that righteousness now, okay that god has called you so even Moses had to plead lord please you know cure uh, take away the leprosy from her right so today yes i know under grace they teach like this you know yeah you don't have to be scared uh like that but still it is not in our nature to you know bad mouth a minister of god whatever has happened to them you know even in singapore doesn't you know there, there was a time this particular right for me i don't like people talking back about that pastor we also don't know the whole story what happened yeah and let you know whatever ha- happened happened already let god deal with it for us try to you know not not make the thing bigger <laughs> you know, and so many Christians in many churches they, they talk bigger and bigger about him you know he shouldn't have taken the money blah, 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 blah. and then the, whole, the world outside there is like what, throwing what, dirty linen uh, wash dirty linen uh, outside uh. It's, it's a very shameful thing already to the church right why bring it out to the world some more Christians put into internet da, 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 spread like wildfire you know about a fallen minister it shouldn't Right? It should be in God's family. Right? We are the light. Yeah, he's fallen already, but God will take care of him. God will bring him back and I believe God restored him. him. Okay? That's why we don't become grace Alright, So let God deal with his people, his way. Huh? On our part, we just walk in righteousness. Walk in the truth. Walk in the calling that God has called. Or go save souls instead of spending hours talking about a minister. Right. So the Lord turned the situation around here in the Joseph case and the reason why he had to go through all that even though someone meant evil for him or planned evil for him, God has the power to turn around right? until in the end he was able to save lives. That's why the greatest commission or mission on earth for us is to save lives. If you don't have that fire to to save lives or to preach the gospel, ask, 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 right? Our prayer meeting is to ask God, not to do, uh, ask God send Joan, okay? It's God send me. <laughs> okay. When we come together, <laughs> why he must have disturbed the wife. <laughs> okay. When we come into the prayer, right, it's to say, God send me, you know? Put the fire on me, fall the fire on me, put the compassion on me. Because at the end of everything, what was God trying to do? Save lives. All right, this is God's heart. Okay, so even to that situation, turn around, right? And just Joseph was a servant of God, all right, or man of God who loved God, right? He honored God, he feared God. You can see that in his story. He will not sin against God by choice, right? So that's how it got turned. So what about the other situation? Okay, I, uh, there' are probably a lot I just uh, you know give you two. The other one is in uh, King David's life, okay? David this time, okay so Joseph one was no fault of his okay Here this is David's own fault. <laughs> okay, David's sin. and you all know what King David sin. now ah. everyone know right? We all know about he and Goliath. Wow, very powerful, okay. But this story also, uh, most people know. <laughs> you know, sometimes they, people only know your one-time big one, big success in life. You know, then after that they know your failure. They <laughs> talk about it for the rest of their lives. <laughs> okay, wow. Then they forgot all the Okay, so they want the big big one. Okay, the drama one. Okay, so your two drama in King in David's life. Okay, this is the the other drama, right? Where he committed sin. Right? if you all know the story he uh he fell in love with he loved uh, was she he saw her bathing this beautiful woman and then check out uh, who she is she's the wife of, uh, of, uh, of one of the army people of his his army so he planned right to have her and then the only way to have her is kill the husband so he committed two two sin all right he sent the husband out to be killed. Uh. <laughs> but here, uh, I send you all not to be killed, okay? <laughs> to go save souls. <laughs> all right. So there, David had this plan, okay? Now I want the wife. She's very beautiful. Okay. And then she committed, he committed adultery, okay, with him, all right, and, uh, with her. And the other thing is, he committed murder as well to kill the, the husband. So two big sins. Now, his one, uh, not like Joseph. Joseph, other people do on him. Here, he himself, committed the sin but you see how God can turn it around all right so then you know uh, nobody knows about it but the prophet knows <laughs> Nathan is a prophet so sometimes even y'all tell me a lot of things actually I already know <laughs> okay, I just did laugh on you and listen you know you tell me I don't know that's not, no, not nothing about me all right because God has uh, my main ministry is prophetic and teaching, alright, so it's, it's it's already inside me, it's a gift, it's a calling, alright, the prophetic pro- is in me, alright, so I, I roughly know already, so Nathan, alright, God will always speak to the prophets so even David do this thing, no one knows but God told the prophet, Nathan at that time and then Nathan went and then uh, confronted David all right? And then David confessed to Nathan. He said, he cannot run already. <laughs> he said, I have sinned against God. Right? He confessed his sin. And then Nathan pronounced, yes, but that's not the last word. Because sin result in death. All right? So, But the prophet had good news for Nathan. See how the goodness, the grace of God. Even I do wrong, right? And I deserve to be punished, which he also, but God's grace. He says, this is not the last word. That means this is not the ending. It could have ended there, the throne no more, right? No more king, then we won't hear the other parts. But God intervened, right? Romans 8.28, God intervened by his grace. This is where the one do the wrong. We go out, out of the shadow. <laughs> out, out, out of the sun, right? And go into the shadows. right, And we've seen how Romans, 20, 20, Romans 8.28 is so powerful that can still bring you back all right? into your destiny of being, fulfilling your destiny. It's the grace and the goodness of God. Okay? Romans 8.28. So, we think finish already, or the doctor said that's end, that's the last, you know, die. The doctor's word, last word, or or whichever your your teacher, your parent, or you know, we think man's word, their profession, so it's the last. No, God has the last word, right? Has the last say in our life. That's why we need to really trust God's word. If you don't trust, we miss it. If you don't like Romans twenty eight, very sorry for you. It's very very powerful. <laughs> It's like a safety net. It's a grace of God, super powerful grace of God. All right. Here it says, everything will, uh, this is somebody say or not, but I think it's quite a good quote. Everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. <laughs> so if you are in a certain part of your life, that's where David was, you know, he was found out and then he confessed. Okay. He didn't deny, right, that I didn't do this. All right. I did the same thing. All right. Something like that. You know, when you're, you, you know you sin, you just admit it. You've done wrong really. Don't go around the bush. I didn't laugh, this, that, 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 okay? So, but then God said, this is not the end. He said, God, forgive your sin. So, if our life situation not yet, you know, at the end, uh, it's still messy, it's not the end, okay? Because everything will turn out for good. So, there was a time in my life I was messy, right? it's not the end yet. <laughs> okay, so if your life today is messy, God will unmess it, all right? He will be able, he has the power to change everything and turn it for good, even though it's our fault. So look here, and this is already God's grace in the Old Testament. God forgive your sin. That's why David, you know, experienced uh, the, the goodness of God, the grace of God. You won't die for it. But because of your blasphemous behavior, I mean, he do his his sin. All right, the son born to you will die. All right, so he had this uh, this son out of wedlock, right? Out of adultery with uh, Bathsheba. So God said that under the law, right, that son had to die. Okay, but it's not the end. He hasn't finished his destiny yet. <laughs> okay so beautiful right we've done something wrong there will be consequences so sometimes in this world okay if you kill somebody you may have to go to jail okay so it doesn't mean that for, uh, for, uh, everything worked out for good then you just break every single law and then you say god you say everything worked out for good now huh? get me out of jail <laughs> it's for your own sin okay so sometimes we will reap certain things that we did wrong so in this case What happened was his son that was born all right, in sin had to die, right? So David noticed that the servants, but this is another interesting thing that we can learn here. David noticed servants were whispering behind his back and realized that the boy must have died. So after the prophet told him that, right, this is not the end, but your son, this one will die. And then he heard that the the servant said, the child has died. He asked the servants, is the boy dead? And yes, they answered, he's dead. David got up from the floor, washed his face and combed his hair and put on a fresh change of clothes. Then went into the sanctuary and worship. You see, he, David accepted what God has to say, you know, the righteousness of God, all right, at that point of time. And he, he though he hoped, in, with, I, I believe from, from this uh, passage that he, he must have hope, yeah, even the prophet said the son will die, hopefully he don't die lah. <laughs> maybe don't die lah. you know, that's why he still uh, have this hope, but he went out and then the servant said "No, die already but he didn't blame God okay, he didn't blame God and he didn't you know, stay there and cry and cry or what, you know, he fasted fasted was at that time you know hopefully god will change his mind but now die ready he got up washed his face and went and worship you know what's worship worship is adoring god telling god you are almighty all right It, it has to come there's a david was one of the best worshipers if you want to learn how to worship go and learn from David, right? So uh, some there were some churches who started and they call it David Dependental. They, they sort of specialize in worship. But most worship is the charismatic one. That's the most powerful one, which is with the Holy Spirit, okay? Because you cannot worship God out of the Holy Spirit, right? You'll just be singing songs, okay? But it's only the Holy Spirit will lead you to worship him really in the spirit and in truth, okay? So David, Worship, all right. Many people, all right, after doing something wrong, they, they they sit there and they live in regret for years and years and years. <laughs> you know, I should have done that, I should have done that, I should have done that. But David recognized God's word, God's judgment, God's fairness, you know, and God's grace. Yes, okay, this had to happen. So you cannot change it anymore. Don't sit there and cry and cry and cry and regret and regret and live the rest of your life never fulfilling the destiny. <laughs> Correct. That's what Romans eight twenty eight is all about. There is a purpose and a destiny for our life. No point sitting there regret, regret, regret. Get up, wash your face after you understand that your sins have been forgiven. That's where our life totally changed. Right? That what I've done wrong. Jesus' blood already washed it away and forgiven me and now I can rise up and when a person who really understands grace is someone who, like David who went who sinned terribly and even suffered the consequence of sin as having his own born child dead okay but that is real grace he was able out of this situation to rise up and say Lord Thank you. You love me. You forgive me. Real forgiveness, really understanding, you know, that I have sinned and I received that forgiveness is getting up and worshipping him and serving him and not say, uh, uh, no hope really, la, me. <laughs> you know, I fail already. Okay? Don't use me. La. I regret this for the rest of my life. That's all the devil's lies. Okay? And that is one person who have not understood the forgiveness of sin. All right. So then he came home after the first thing he worshiped God. Thank God. Worship is thanking him. All right. And then he came home and asked for something to eat. They said it before him. He ate. His servants asked him, What's going on with you? They cannot understand. While the child was alive, you fasted and wept and stayed up all night. Okay, this is a different type of fast, so our fast is different. Huh? <laughs> Not this one. The, the, now that he's dead, you get up and eat. Okay. While the child was alive, he explained to the servant. See, King David, his wife, uh, the Bible says that David was a man after God's heart. Yeah, no matter what's happening around, him, even he himself did wrong. He was, he still had God. You know, that's why when he worshipped, he worshipped until uh, his clothes came out and his wife, you know, despised him. You know, he was so thankful to God as a worshipper. He danced, he don't care what people were saying about him. He was worshipping his God, loving his God. You know, you know, worship and then look at it. This one, look at me, you know. <laughs> I raised hand and not, uh, or you look here and there, okay, or you look at the even looking at the screen. That's not it's very hard to worship if you're looking at the screen. That's why it's good better if the less lyrics so that you can close your eyes, you know, and really just say and sing it out to the Lord. While the child was alive, I fasted and kept thinking God might have mercy on me and the child would live. Okay, nothing wrong to have that taught but now that he's dead he, he he accepted the consequence of his sin why fast i cannot bring him back now okay so this one is old testament fast huh? so our fast uh, i'm not going to teach you that one i taught you before already today why we fast okay i can go to him but he cannot come to me what is he talking. you know what david is saying all right the, the baby died already the son he says, I cannot bring him back. Okay, he's left this world. But you know what, Dave? What is beautiful for, for anyone who has lost a child, all right, at the uh, birth, you know, he says, but I can go to him, meaning that any baby, all right, whether uh died stillborn or aborted or whatever, okay, goes to heaven. Okay, he cannot come to me yet, but we, David knows one day he will see this child. He's beautiful. So you can share with any uh, woman, you know, you had you, you, you miscarriage or whatever, right? And you don't know what happened to that child. Well, this is what happened. He's in Jesus' arms. Playing in heaven, <laughs> having a time of pleasure, and one day when you go to heaven, you will see that child of yours. All right, just like King David, I will go to him, but he can't come to me. Beautiful, right? Yeah. So there is so much good news in the gospel of Jesus. David went and confronted. I and sorry, and comforted. Now this is what happened, right? Because David thought, finished already. But how God turned the situation around for good. Okay? Comforted his wife was That means he got married properly, legally married her. Okay? And when he slept with her, they conceived a son. God gave them properly in the marriage a son. Because the other one was out of wedlock. You know? And then it was under sin. So in sin, so had to die. But here, after that, Bathsheba, the one that he committed adultery with, became, you know, the line that Jesus came from. This is where all things work together for good. The grace of God, the goodness of God. He used a situation of man's wrong, you know, our own fault, David's own fault. His own sin no one to blame his own fault he deserved to be punished but god choose to turn around that situation and turn it for good okay after he he made right okay by marrying uh the then when uh, when he slept with her they, they had a son not easy sometimes right to to have babies that they you know, recently asked someone why is, uh, this this couple married so long uh, uh, still, still not, just a normal question uh, <laughs> that we always ask. And then the person, you think very easy to have baby? Uh? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, to me, it's very easy uh, because when we are living under God's grace, there is no uh, miscarriage now, you know, that we know in, 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 in the grace of God, in the goodness of God, right? right? Your your womb is blessed. So I gave you all the confession already under the blessings is that there is no uh, curse, there is no a person who cannot conceive, okay, this is blessing. Cannot conceive is a curse. So anyway, so God had a special love for him, and they call him Solomon, isn't it? Solomon became the uh, wealthiest man on this planet on Earth, right? Even to be to today, alright. And more, more, than that, he, uh, God used him as I said. The line for the line came from Bathsheba. Okay, someone, you, if you think in the natural, why choose, choose this one? <laughs> Sometimes you say, why choose, uh, you know, why, why God call ministers who have fallen or used them, who have made mistakes, who have sinned? Why not use someone very righteous, never sinned before? God wants to display his grace and tell us that it's not our own righteousness. It's not our own you know, uh, this one. God choose you because this one I've never seen before. <laughs> the more mistakes you, I've made and you realize it, the, the more wonderful God can use you. Not to ask you to go and make it, but this is how actually God bring up his generals. A lot of it, a lot of them. I'm not saying all, right? But a lot have to go through that. I, 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 I personally went through that you know, I thought my whole ministry ended when I made a wrong decision. But, well, <laughs> it was like a journey, you know, and that's why I'm still here with you today. <laughs> Otherwise, ended a long time ago already. A <laughs> right? long, long time ago. Okay, But God turned it around. And the wisdom that comes, the wisdom that David had, you know David had, and Solomon, a lot of wisdom, David was co- committed so-called very big sin. But he, he he wrote very beautiful psalms. Out of the biggest sins, right? He understood the heart of God. If he had never seen, never made mistake, he would never have understood God's heart for humanity, for people, for his people, those who fell along the way, those who did things that. You know, they didn't want to do, but they did it. Those who did wrong, the prisoners, those who went out in prison, God's heart was for them. But who understood? David. David, because he did that. (laughs) You know, you ask another very self-righteous person, they will say, kill them. (laughs) They don't deserve to be the ancestors of Jesus in the righteous line. God saw him as righteous all the way. That's why, if you look into the New Testament, David Talk about the righteousness of God, that God imputed. How blessed are those to whom God does not impute sin, but gave them his righteousness. It's in Romans. Besides Abraham, David declared that because he experienced right, sinning and receiving God's forgiveness, which is, means his righteousness. And these are the people. Who will understand god's heart more than those who have never done anything wrong because most this mostly are the pharisees self-righteous right but don't continue in sin as in understanding grace that when you're under grace sin has no power over you okay so once you, you may have done wrong like david okay worship god right receive his forgiveness Confess it to God if need be, and then move on. Worship him. He has clothed you now in the astronaut suit of righteousness. Go into the the realm and serve the Lord. That's what David did, you know, and Solomon too, all right, with all his words of wisdom. God had a special love for him and sent word uh, by Nathan, the prophet that God wanted him, named Jedidiah, or God's beloved. now this we're talking about destiny right our life on this earth when we know that god is always with us for us okay in uh, joseph's life even when people are against you in king david's life even when he himself committed sin romans 8:28 how we can live a life of Pleasure and not pressure. Because if we live in condemnation and guilt, which David could easily live in, all right, will be what? Pressure, right? <laughs> all the time I have to hide this sin, you know, and also feel very condemned. But God took it away from him. At the same, even if other people harm you, you can know you don't have to live in uh what vengeance. You know, vengeance is a lot of pressure, hating people take a lot of energy, right? <laughs> Imagine you bear grudges in your heart against someone, whoever it is your family member or a friend or, you know, someone in your life, and you hate that person. You, you know, and then some people after uh, worst deception is the worst, you know, where, okay, I'm a Christian already, I'm not supposed to hate. But then inside, still got the hate. And the say, oh, no, 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 I don't hate anymore. Okay, get real. Okay? but the thing is the power of God okay can remove that hatred that, you know, wrongdoing or, the, or what people call okay, I cannot forgive that person the unforgiveness inside that every time you hear the person's name wow, <laughs> all kind of uh, emotion come up you know or you feel like you want to kill the person or why god you let the person come to my life or so that is all the the hatred, the bitterness, okay? And it can be all washed away by the blood of Jesus. When you receive the forgiveness of God for your own sin, see why a person cannot forgive another person, it's not because of, you know, uh, they cannot. It's because they have not received. They cannot forgive. They don't realize that God has forgiven them. See? When you receive God's forgiveness, that's how the new new covenant forgiveness come in. We forgive as He has forgiven us. So when you realize, hey, I also did a lot of sin. Okay, <laughs> that's why self righteous is very terrible. All right, I also have forgive done sin, but God forgave me and didn't punish me. So now, with that receiving that forgiveness, I can now dispense that forgiveness to whoever father mother uncle whatever you know business partner whatever like, in your life boss uh, you know or friend uh, or became you know you, ask, you know you know how people hate oh i treated him as a friend a whole friend but then he treated him as an enemy uh, you know? <laughs> all kinds of things but like. <laughs> then, then someone talk about the person well wow, you can feel the okay so who can solve this jesus all right, remember one time God gave me the revelation. Okay, whoever harmed you, hurt you, put it onto my account. I put it as if I'm the one who harmed you. Okay? And then you say, I want that person killed. <laughs> you see movie also got right? you know he killed so many people. Oh, he deserved to, to die. That's what we always when we read papers, this side, this one, we always say what that person deserves to die. That person deserved to be punished. Then Jesus said, God's heart is not like that. He said, yes, that sinner, yeah, deserve to be punished, but I took that punishment already. So when you curse the other person, you're cursing Jesus. <laughs> because he said, I take his place, all. <gasps> you know. okay. So what happened when Jesus said, you forgive him on account of me? Is that okay? Yeah, you forgive that person on my account. Because I have forgiven him. I have forgiven her. Right? Okay? So this can sometimes, you know, until we have the revelation understanding, we cannot do it, right? Because we are still in the flesh. But this is when we understand in the spirit what Jesus had done for us. That's why Romans 8 talk about this life of pleasure. Right? And you don't carry that hurt anymore in your, in your heart. The heart was not meant to carry all the hurts that people hurt you in the past. You will die of heart attack. (laughs) Too much, you know, to carry. There's a little bit of a verse. What your heart was created to carry. Not all those hurts, all those pains that, you know, people did back against you like Joseph. He never carried it. That's why at the end, he was able to forgive all his brothers because he saw a bigger picture, All right, of God already forgiven them, forgiven him and how God's, ultimate purpose is to save lives he's not caring about these people who put him in jail or whatever he saw the bigger picture that god's heart was to save lives yeah that's why i I need to bring you on to that otherwise you will be in a little small picture of our life my father-in-law mother-in-law sister-in-law brother-in-law you know who hurt me who killed me who you know and a small picture but the big big picture of god is lives okay he is interested to save lives. Jesus came to die on the cross to save lives, and if the devil put us around 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 our life, <laughs> one life only. I mean. Okay, your life saved already, now, Okay, <laughs> don't worry, you go to heaven. Okay, so now live the life of pleasure. When you see the bigger picture, it also help you to forget all the small things that don't matter in life. All right. So I solemnly instruct you at, at timothy this is paul writing to timothy remember romans eight twenty eight is about the call of god on people who want who love him right and his lovers he loves you also and they will they will turn it everything around whatever wasted years doesn't matter he can turn it around and make your last year's like, you know, minutes to hours, uh. (laughs) you know, yeah, Yeah, you may have wasted a lot of years, but the last few years of your life is like 30 years serving the Lord, so fruitful, you know, yeah, you're able to bring life to others, I love that, so instead of minutes to hours is, you know, years to, I don't know how many years, beautiful, right, he can turn it around, so don't live in regret, the one who is destined to judge both the living and the dead, the revelation of his kingdom, I solemnly instruct you, Paul, talking to Timothy, who is called by God, right, as a young uh, person who who has a desire to serve God. To proclaim the word of God and stand upon it no matter what. See, Paul's encouragement to Paul is getting old, right, and he's giving his last words also to Timothy, the young Uh, upcoming pastor the word of god most important is proclaim what the word of god right what god says because what god says is what will happen and stand upon it no matter what so no matter you look at the situation it doesn't like in line with god's word yet still stand upon god's word still keep saying keep saying yes you are healed by his stripes you are healed even not yet manifested Right, we are the righteousness of God, even though you feel it. Okay, that's what God said. That's why I'm saying I'm a new creation, I'm beloved, I'm accepted, I'm a child of God, I'm His, you know, beloved. Say it, even though you don't feel it. It's not your emotion that you know define you, it's God's word. Rise to the occasion and preach when it is convenient and when it is not. Right, five senses is all about my body comfortable or not. <laughs> convenient or not, not convenient, uh, okay? Then you no, know, you know? I meet someone there sitting next to me, and then I know he's unbeliever, but I don't feel like talking Jesus. Uh. Not convenient. Uh. I've got something else to do. You know, when the fire got fill your heart, it's not about convenient or not convenient, it's not convenient for me to sit two hours (laughs) right but it is not about the physical, the body suffering it is about when you are filled with the fire, that's what you need the the desire filled with the fire preach, preach how you already know how to preach? hmm don't go to a school and learn how about public speaking. <laughs> Preach in the full expression of the Holy Spirit. Preach in the full expression of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the best preacher. The Holy Spirit knows all the things about of of God. The Holy Spirit, again and again, God is bringing us here right? With the word of grace, yes. But when we do the things, you know, the one, the things that we do, not for God, not the one that we receive. That one, by grace, you can receive everything. Fine. But when you decide you want to serve God, you want to do something for God, all right? That is when, you know, and the best thing is just speak up. You may not be a crowd, to one person Preach. Preach. to your cat or to the dog, you know, for practice, okay? But what? Preach with the full expression. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you, okay? Ask, let the Holy Spirit fill you in the power of the Holy Spirit. Do it. Not in your own strength or your own wisdom. That has to have some faith. Where you are not looking at any more script. Don't tell me you're going to witness to someone and then write one piece of paper. <laughs> and then, Hello? Okay, this is uh, what I'm going to say to you. Okay. Uh, Jesus died on the cross. Do you want him? Mm. Okay. okay, now the sinner's prayer is like this. Follow after me. Okay. You have a mighty Holy Spirit. The most important is as you feed yourself, you understand and you need the Holy Spirit to help you understand okay, to catch the revelation and the truth of God's word. Otherwise, people will be hearing the preaching, you know, God's word for 15 years and never catch. Okay, so, but if you have already got the Holy Spirit, you have this hunger, okay, you have to take a step of faith. Okay, it's faith, all right, faith. (laughs) Faith is what? You cannot feel anymore. (laughs) Okay, you cannot feel comfortable anymore. Okay, you're not in control anymore. If you want, you say, okay, Holy Spirit, you are in control of my life, means you are not in control. And it is possible for you to make mistakes. That's called faith. But if you don't want to, you want to be in control, the Holy Spirit cannot be in control. You understand? It's either the Holy Spirit in control or you are in control. And when we are in control, we want everything to go according to how, how it is, how we feel safe. Okay? So, life of faith, Is I jump. (laughs) Though that, yeah, I may make mistakes, but it's practice starting. Okay, as I said, no general, straight away become a general. I didn't preach like this day one when I entered ministry. Okay, I was not even in ministry while I was talking to people. Okay, so it doesn't mean that you have to sign up to be a minister. You said, I give you, you get the name pastor, then only you start to preach. Okay, you start to preach wherever you are. Smith Wilgersworth did that, okay, before he became mighty preacher, signs and miracles happening. He was just, his wife was a preacher, he was illiterate, he just, you know, talked to people, to the children and all that, that uh, he bring to the church, talk to them about Jesus, get them saved. That's all, his his heart, right? And he he cannot do script because he cannot read and write. (laughs) But later, the wife taught him how to read, he wanted to read the Bible okay so it's when you talk anywhere all right trust the holy spirit is to speak from the heart the holy spirit is inside your heart okay when we get rid of all those fears of men, okay what people think of you you know that's why the world system you need to get it out the world put a lot of all this over us you know that uh, you need to be good you need to look good you need to uh, be perfect, you are a leader, you are wow, get rid of all that. <laughs> okay, because it's either you move that way or you move Holy Spirit way. Holy Spirit way is you are in control. I can look like a fool. Okay, when the physical meeting comes, you know, when, when we had Holy Ghost meetings, we all look like fools rolling on the floor. That's why an ex- a way of expecting we were all told when I was younger in the early days, right? You want to come to Holy Ghost meeting? Ladies must wear pants, <laughs> okay? Because you don't know what the, you know what will happen. Some will roll, you know, your legs go up and out. So when you wear skirt, it's inconvenient. Only the pastor can wear skirt. <laughs> the rest, but but if you don't want, then it's fine. Okay, but really, when the real full power, why we see a little bit of falling down is very little bit, you know, there is much more. And when when the Holy Spirit, why he has to get rid of all this? by the power of the Holy Spirit through, when the manifestation comes is to get rid of some things we cannot even get rid of By we, we keep on speaking the word of God speak, speak, speak also cannot okay, all these fears cannot but the moment the Holy Spirit comes and you allow him to, to you know make a fool of yourself so called. <laughs> right after you come up from the whole thing you don't really care what people uh, what you look like anymore who want to laugh but you laugh, laugh I'm having a wonderful time with, with God. You can laugh all you want. I experienced you didn't experience, okay? Like, oh, you look so silly, you know, your legs up, lah. you're rolling here and there, and then you are laughing, you know, like a fool, like that. But when you come up from that experience, I tell you, I experienced it before. Because I was a very self-conscious person also in the past. Right? Long, long time ago. I was scared, what you know, it must look very dignified, you know. But but because the greater desire in me was I wanted the Holy Spirit, okay, so much. I wanted him to change me. I don't want to stay where I am or where I was, that I didn't care. When I look around and say, hey, if the Holy Spirit touched them and something good came up from it, then. Let it happen, happen, I don't care who look at me, who want to laugh at me. Okay. They just it's spectators. You know, spectators never have the fun one. <laughs> they just look at me. Well, go, go, go. But who is the one who got the greatest fun? The, the one who put the goal into the net, right? The, the footballer who put the goal. I think he's one who really shocked The spectators shocked me, but they never do it. Okay. So when you come into the Holy Ghost meeting, Okay, then that's how we are in expectancy of God to touch us and change us, all right? Not everything, we change with that. Yes, there's a part where we meditate, we know the new creation, we know grace, the word of God. We must have that. Lesson. But certain parts of our life just doesn't go off like that. It goes by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit touch you, fall on you, turn you upside down, and then you come up. You're a different person. You don't even know what happened to you. <laughs> Which wind blow. <laughs> you know, you say, oh, the person come out. What wind blow you here, right? So this is like the Holy Spirit come. Don't know what wind. But something hit you. And you were never the same anymore. The, no more conscious. I, I, I find that at the end of the day, <clears throat> all the manifestation, right? Besides healing, uh, physical healing and uh, other things is to get rid of that self-consciousness that a lot of his people are stuck inside, you know. We are so stuck in that self-consciousness. We, we, are, we cannot be used really by God because we still want to be looking good in control. And the Holy Spirit comes and he's, after that, even you know, when you yield to whatever he's doing, you're no more in control, <laughs> you know. And after that, you wake up. you're so good. I tell you, it's so good. You feel free. You're so free. You know, inside you, inside out, you don't really care. You go out and you talk about Jesus like the drunkard. That's why when the Holy Spirit come, in the book of Acts, they were like drunk people. Drunk people, are they self-conscious? Any one of you drink, and got drunk, and then can think straight. And they said, I'm a drunk already, but uh, I don't want to behave like this. No right, the drunk person don't even know where they are going. (laughs) Okay, they do things so they don't they don't care how they look anymore. If you want to be a preacher, a real disciple of God, fully controlled and led by the Holy Spirit, all right, fully manifesting Holy Spirit, this is how. But don't worry, the Holy Spirit won't embarrass you. Okay, but the thing is, we just He set us free by His a power that. Like I cannot explain it's just you have to experience it yourself okay and I can only say that I am a testimony of what he did you know took to my life came okay? from from a young age right people who knows me from early age right they can see total difference as if it's a totally different person and I also know it's not me That's so I don't claim any glory at he made a fool of me <laughs> to in order to set me free. <laughs> okay. If at that time you were there, I'd probably be a little bit embarrassed. Right? <laughs> Thank God that when he did all these things to me, none of you were there. <laughs> okay. But my church people were there, like, you know. But I actually didn't care. I really didn't care what they think, you know. So preach the only way of preaching is by the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit, you know, enable you, empower you. Okay. And take control of you, then you just preach according with a fire, with wisdom, right? Where did the wisdom come from? All right, from the Holy Spirit, and patience as you instruct and teach the people. Okay, patience, develop lah. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is a fruit of the spirit. So, if you teach and instruct, you also, uh, if you are a minister of the Lord. then you will have the patience, okay? For the time is coming when they will no longer listen, people or respond to the healing words of truth because they will become selfish and proud. This is what's happening. This Bible written 2,000 years ago, right? Today, it's already happened since then, since the day the word was written until today it's the same thing and it's getting closer right to the end the close of the age right so with soothing words that line up with their desires they're saying just what they want to hear people are looking to listen to what they like to hear see they never hear all the whole thing even christians believers they can go and then so on to hear oh okay uh where grace where sin is abounding, grace much more abounding. Oh, I love to hear that one. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, we finished already. Because that part seems to like let them go and sin. So these people actually, they want to sit, they, they, they enjoy the sin. So if they can hear something that tells them, okay, you can go and sin. Then they take that part, but they never hear the full picture. Right? That's, that's why sometimes Joseph Prince is so pitiful, right? He try every week they're telling and people just take a bit here and then and then and then then they go and sin, and then uh, people say oh why why you you know your church like there so many people so sinful one okay all the wrong things come because people want to hear what they want to hear it's nothing to do with the pastor the preacher but the people are like this in the last days okay they are sick out teachers with soothing words that line up with their desires saying what they just want to you just pick up a certain part oh this is part part I want to hear okay They will close their ears to the truth and believe nothing but fables and myths. So be alert to all these things right Paul is giving his wisdom to Timothy right inviting this. So be alert to all these things and overcome every form of evil carry in your heart right Just now I was saying, don't carry all the unforgiveness inside your heart, all the bitterness towards who <laughs> okay. they got a long list on a lot of people got a list of people who they carry inside the heart. Okay, so don't carry in your heart the passion. What are you supposed to carry inside your heart? The passion of your calling. Right? Carry inside the God created this heart, like uh, David's heart, big heart. His heart is a Calling, right? Remember? uh, what just now? Romans 8:28. All things work together for good to those who are who are called, who love him and are called according to his purpose. All right. He invited you. Carry that invitation inside your heart. Carry that appointment inside your heart. All right. If you don't carry other, what other people say that hurt you, hurt you never mind. Cry a little bit and forget about ABD. <laughs> you can cry, okay? Not to say you cannot cry. Cry, cry, but don't cry forever like, like uh, David, like that, right? You want to mourn, mourn a bit, but don't don't for a long, long time still, still crying. Okay. Cry and then after that, let this heart carry what it was created to carry. Okay? The passion for for, for Timothy, as a church planter, an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry calling. If you're not a church planter or evangelist, then what do you carry? Acts 1 8, carry the souls. Jesus' compassion for souls, that's for every believer. Okay, so if you have a, a calling to be pastor or teacher or, or, you know, in a the fivefold, then you carry that. Ministry calling inside you right and fulfill it. yeah By what the grace of God by knowing just now what I shared with you, whether people want to harm you or whether uh, uh, where, where it comes, you know vengeance, leave it to the Lord and if you are the one who made the mistake and did the wrong, don't stay there in misery. all right rise up, wash your face and worship God. <laughs> with Evelyn. Okay? Yeah. So that is the, with, your, with our ministry in mind, with God's purpose in front of us. Okay? You take over. Uh, that, that is uh, in the, uh, Paul telling Timothy, I'm about to die. <laughs> okay. My life is an offering on God's altar. Right, that is Paul telling because he he is about to offer his life and he was also uh, he died also as a martyr, all right, serving so the Lord. Uh, he, so he what did he say? Do you this is our ending, our destiny, all right? Because Romans 8:28, right? The whole thing brings us from the beginning to the end of our life. Okay, and the, the promise is that God will turn it around for good so that we will have the good ending but along the journey this is what paul says so if you have carry in your heart not all those unforgiveness and bitterness and the hatred and whatever or even the the condemnation the guilt if you you know two 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 aspects, aspect right if your own self one you have a lot of guilt lah, shame lah, blame lah, whatever. okay don't carry all those carry the ministry all right the calling what god has called you and it says what I have, I'm about to die my life and offering on God's altar. He poured out his life. This is the only race worth running. Wow, such beautiful words. In this life, the world tell you what, run the race. <laughs> run to win. Okay. Oh, Paul says what? You, you may be the winner, the number one in, in terms of money. You don't have Jesus, you end up in hell. He didn't win any race at all. <laughs> okay, But Paul said that worth running you know, and then you said, wow, I sweat all my life and you know, all. Worked so hard and then died of cancer. What's, what's that person's name? Steve Jobs. Can anyone escape? I tell you, there's no one. No matter what we put inside our body. If they want to come, thank God for his goodness. It will come. It may not be your help. It can be an accident on the road. <laughs> but thank God we don't have to have all the fear, all these things. Because Jesus determined our destiny. All right, God determined our destiny. If you are serving God, uh, yesterday I quoted one uh, one set, uh, quote of a very a great man of God, George uh, Whitfield. I'm immortal until I fulfill. God's purpose for my life, right? So Paul also, you see, in the new creation, he can actually determine when he wants to go, exactly like Jesus. But he has already run the race. He says, this is the only race. Tell you, young people, old people, whatever people, whatever age, don't be deceived by the world. This is the only race worth running. I've run hard, right to the finish, believed all the way. Remember, believe means what? Faith. Trusting in him, not relying on my five senses or what the world can offer. Believing him. He say this, I do this. Even I may not see the result at the moment. Okay, I still believe. It's a life of faith. A life of pleasure is a life of faith. The moment you come up from faith, then you go into pressure. okay because only believing god brings you pleasure all right because you are trusting him to turn situations around but when you go back into no faith then it's pressure (laughs) very pressure okay because you are depending on the temporal what the words of men, and what your body is happening to your body that's super pressure okay but when you have believing god's word no worries. <laughs> okay, why are you worried? Because God said, right, I will take care of you. God said, I will heal you. You won't die of sickness and disease. You will die like Paul said, you know, ah, mother, <laughs> Joan. Preaching <laughs> okay. to the last breath, okay, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Huh, oh, until he come and take us all. Isn't that pressure or pleasure? It's pleasure right so all that's left now is the shouting god's applause depend on it it's an honest uh, he is an honest judge god is fair right he will do right not only by me but by everyone eager for his coming you know, looking for his coming those days we when we didn't understand fully god's uh, god's whole wisdom when we got problems, we would say, rapture, rapture, <laughs> faster rapture, <Correct> or <laughs> Take me, take me, I cannot stand this pressure on this earth. But now that we understand, all right, like me, last time, I went through that whole journey. Okay? So whatever I say is what I've experienced. Right? Today, it is longing for his coming, but before he comes, I want to God to use me to fulfill his plan, his destiny that he has, right? For every one of you two. Then only say rapture. <laughs> if not too early, rapture, maybe we go there, we are. I'm not ready, I got send me back or not. <laughs> I think there's so many things more to do for you. Okay, so I have fought the excellent fight, or I have fought a good fight. What fight is that? <laughs> not the boxing, huh? it's a fight of faith. Okay, yeah, it's the fight of faith, which means what? You have to, fight. It's like a fight, because your whole body is telling you to rely on your senses. Okay, rely on what you see here on this earth, how you feel with the emotion, all the negative thoughts, all the uh, world wisdom. It- that's why you have to fight in that sense, fight against it. Okay, yes, you rest. There's one part of resting. If not, Paul is the one who taught grace, okay not not Joseph Prince with all due respect okay it comes from Paul the grace message all right comes from the bible all right I have fought the good fight that means there is a fight and that is the fight of faith when you come to a crossroad of decision do I look at my bank account (laughs) what I see is it only got uh, 100 ringgit L do I hear the Holy Spirit and he said, I give 50 ringgit. (laughs) Okay, that is the fight of faith. Where I choose to go into a realm where I don't, I cannot feel anymore. I cannot, I'm not in control. I don't know, but I trust God's words say that when I sow this seed, God will multiply my resources. Okay, this is the fight of faith. But same in the area of uh, sickness, disease, everything is the same. What you see in the natural and what God tells you to do in the spiritual are totally opposite. Now, which one you choose to do, you fight that fight of faith. You fight within you. Who win the battle inside? <laughs> it is not fighting the devil. Okay. Which boys win? All right. Who are you going to listen to? Who you want to make the decision? The flesh or the spirit? And the spirit will always tell you to do something you not yet cannot see the, the evidence immediately. But later, it will come. Okay? so let's fight this fight of faith. All right, a whole journey, right? We have known the grace of God. God is so good, right? Now move forward into faith. Okay, to go into our destiny. Remember the children of Israel, they're just in the wilderness. They didn't go into their destiny in Canaan land, the first generation, only the second generation, right, under Joshua. Joshua was what commander? Army can go in the one who always grumble uh, you know they, they didn't go in but they experienced the grace of God in the wilderness all right but who went in the commanders the generals the soldiers right who will fight the fight of faith okay so of, of course there is about the physical one here is the spiritual one because we are not fighting blood and uh, flesh and blood today all right uh, Evelyn is not my enemy. Okay. <laughs> so it's not, uh, you know, the one who you say, Oh, you, you hurt me. That's not your enemy. Okay. The brother or sister hurt you. It's not your enemy. Okay. Sometimes what all these things, opposition come in, it is what? We're fighting spiritual forces. Okay. So then we need to use back our spiritual tools, faith. That's the best. Okay. I have finished my full course. Ah, you will finish your course or not? <laughs> the first one. okay. second one, I need to drop out. Okay. Okay, no, no, no. It, it, I, I don't put you, uh, you have to or what. Okay, but what it means is that the course that God, the, 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 the journey, you know, the, what God has set for him. The, he run the race, all right? Finish it. Okay, don't drop out. I believe that Romans 8.28, and we live in that, understanding, we won't drop up. If you don't understand that, you may drop up halfway. Okay? So understand that that is is God's grace in your life. And you have that calling and you want to fulfill that destiny and God will help you. Even if you have to take many rounds, you know, go to the wrong place, open the wrong door, enter the wrong door, he will still bring you into your destiny right as long as deep inside you know right you love him and you you treasure that call okay then finish it run that race don't come out halfway okay because it's not your strength it is god's strength remember he sent you the holy spirit to give you the power to run this race sarah you have a uh, calling all right to You have a desire. You love the Lord, okay, to serve Him, to minister, to evangelize, to preach the gospel. Okay, you may have gone round and round for a number of years, all right. Wrong, go through wrong door. You know, confused and whatever. But today, God by Romans eight will bring you back, right, into the destiny that God has for you. And today, just go, go forth, right, go forth, fight the fight, and then go forth, finish the course. And then, what happened? Keep your heart full of anger. <laughs> Trick y'all case okay, some go to sleep. Heart full of? Full of faith. Joy. joy. Huh? <laughs> okay, full of faith. Joy. Uh, yes, but first, very clearly, in order to finish the race, or your destiny, okay, the joy, the peace, all will be there. Okay, that will help you. But for you to finish this course, full of faith. Full of faith. Yes, faith. faith. That means I still believe God. Okay? I believe Him all the way, no matter what the situation looked like. It's like I'm, I'm at the dead, dead end. It's like, you know, I, I cannot come. There's so many challenges. I cannot conquer. It's just like the children of Israel, right? So many things happening, right? Against, right? But you stay. what? I still believe. God, I still believe my destiny. I still believe what God has called me to do. He has begun in my life. He will finish it. I'm living testimony of it, okay? Because my, my life supposed to end a long time ago already. Whole ministry. But God turned it around. Romans 8.28, you know, at, at that time when I made wrong decision, there were very, at that time I don't know about who Grace Hub, uh, Hub, 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 Hub the very people that I love. You know, and and they questioned me and said, why did you do that? And I said, I don't know. At that time, I have no idea. But I only know Romans 8.28. I said, I just don't know. I'm wrong. I don't know how to come out of it. But I just know there's a verse, Romans 8.28. It's the only thing I can answer you. That God, uh, you know, it will work. All things will go for good. That was like years, right, before before I came out of it. And that person said, you cannot use Romans 8.28. Wow, very, very lawful. (laughs) You cannot use Romans 8.28. I don't know what to do. I was confused also. Am I wrong in using Romans 8.28? Because I really don't know whether I've ever come out of this situation, whether it's the end of my ministry. But thank God. Finally, Romans 28, I understand. When he turned around everything, Romans 28 is real. Real. More real to me than any verse in my life. That he really turned around. He can turn around my own failure, my own mistake, my own wrong decision and make it, turn it for good. So that many lives can be saved at the end. All right to finish my course. And this is what I want to say at the end of my lifetime, that with Paul, that I fought that good fight, finished my full course and kept my heart full of faith. It was not easy when you see everything in the natural is opposite. It's, it's failing, it's dropping, it's messing up. And that is when God hold you in Romans 8.28. His word that says, don't worry, he will turn everything around. Somehow, doors will open, the dead end will you know, open. He will make a way that everything will turn up. Sometimes it takes years. For me, it took years. Whatever, how, how long it takes? The most important thing is I'm still alive. <laughs> and you're still alive. That You will still have your good ending to fulfill your destiny because of God's faithfulness. There's a crown of righteousness waiting in heaven for me. And I know, ah, I see uh, Madam o, uh, Madam uh, Tang. So beautiful to see your face okay. in the Chinese one. Zoom. So beautiful. All right, I speak to this to you, Madam o, uh, Madam, o, Madam Tang, because there are two madam here, <laughs> confused. Okay. This beautiful verse is for you. Okay, there's a crown of righteousness waiting in heaven for me, for you, all right? I know that my Lord will reward me on his day of righteous judgment. And this crown, ah, I can see that crown on you, Madam Tang. And this crown is not only waiting for me, Paul says, it's not for me only, right? It's for everyone who all who love and long for his unveiling, which is every one of you here. Just you know, time passed very fast. You think that this will take another 20, 30 years? No, very fast, right? We will be reaching that day. Can you remember this sermon, okay? <laughs> that your crown, yes, on Evelyn Go, Evelyn Zoe, every one of you, all right? This is where Jesus will put the crown of righteousness on our head. And if you happen to be a martyr for him, you get extra crown. There are a lot of crowns, okay? Different, different ones, <laughs> okay? So well done, and the words that Jesus said, better than any man say to you, good job, uh, well done, uh. what they give you? <laughs> you just feel good for a while, Mira, correct? The, 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 you run the, the marathon, Olympic, you know, or you win the uh, uh, our Malaysian badminton, after that he also got sickness, right? So, all this is temporary, but the eternal one, isn't this If lingo exciting, when we go to heaven, not only just just got, you know, mentioned or you see your loved ones, you have Jesus putting the crown on you and saying, well done, good and faithful servant. You serve the Lord. This is what we all serve for. Finally, to hear those words from our master, the one who gave up everything for us and to say those things to you, Well done, Evelyn. Well done, Joan. Well done, Cheng Lang. Well done. You know, and enter into the joy of the Lord. And also, what? Good and faithful servant. Serving Him is the greatest privilege and honor that we can have ever been given. So glad, right? That God picked you up from nowhere. For the world glory in temporary things. We know that we have we serve an eternal master and we for an eternal reward. And after that, forever. You know, the crown, don't rust one. <laughs> okay, you know the one on earth? Yeah, the, the trophy that you get after many years of rusty already from gold become bronze. You know, no more already. Right? Why you want that kind of trophy? For a while, okay. But this is not for our life purpose. This crown, it's eternity. Go forever. Go. You won't change color. <laughs> Not nine one six or whatever. Can hear? Oh, okay. All right. So, praise the Lord. Life of pleasure. So, from here, you can. You, you know. You know this. You know that. Whatever mistake you've made, or people hurt you or harm you. So you can now rest and enjoy the rest of the journey. We still got a few more to go and complete this life of pleasure for the 18th or 19th of December, where we expect the fire of the Holy Spirit. Okay, prepare your heart. The only way you prepare is by being hungry. Say Lord, I want, I want what you have to pull down from heaven for the last days. I to help me, you know, to fulfill my destiny on this earth with pleasure, with no stress and no pressure. Amen. Amen. <laughs> wow. Two days I thought my long. Okay, praise the Lord. <sighs> <laughs> got no more energy. really all right. So, uh, okay. Are you are you enjoy or not? Come <laughs> give me some encouragement. At least not your head. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good to see you, uh, Venice, Uncle Ling, Sarah. Okay. All of you will fulfill your destiny. Okay. Romans eight twenty eight. All right. God will turn around. If he can turn around my life, he can surely turn around all your lives. Amen? For good. Okay? All right. Praise the Lord. Uh...